Hello there! From behind the yellow line, this is Tramon episode 164. My name is Kirk, and as always, I'm joined by my friend, and he's a sucker for clickbait, Christian Rainwater. What's up, everybody? Our big third topic of the week is Disneyland sucks. And today, we're joined by our friend, and he just wants to tussle, Matthew Serrano. Hey, my thoughts and opinions do not reflect those of the Tramon Corporation. The segue sucks. Hello, everyone. Welcome aboard Tramon a Disneyland podcast. Please lower your head and watch your step while boarding. As a courtesy to other passengers, we ask that there be no eating, drinking, or smoking on board. In just a few moments, we will begin our trip into the Disneyland Resort News and Topic of the Week. Ladies and gentlemen, this tram is ready to depart. Driver, you are clear. Welcome back to Tramon, everyone. Happy Wednesday. We are your hosts, Kirk and Rain. Welcome back, Rain. Thank you. Thank you. It's been a couple weeks. I appreciate you telling everyone last week what was going on. I had uh, tonsillitis for a couple weeks. And I, dude, it's hilarious because when I woke up a couple weeks ago, it was a Monday and I'm like, I'm going to work, whatever. I didn't feel too bad. But I look in the mirror and I look at my chin. I'm like, man. This double chin is getting unruly. Like I, I, I gotta work on this double chin. And then I touch, I touch my chin, and I'm like, "Why is this so hard?" Coming to find out, my tonsils were like the size of golf balls. So uh, yeah, yeah, that was going on. But uh, I'm feeling better now. I still am coughing a lot. So if I get, if I mute myself, you know what's going on. I, I do want to say before I, I uh, throw it to Matthew. Uh, well, first I want to say glad you're feeling better. Uh, and yeah, that I had to tell everyone what was going on because they were probably gonna worry. Yeah. Uh, but also, I think your audio is a little high and crunchy. You're like, oh, maxing oh out. no, really? Maybe, maybe turn that dial down one. I there. don't know. It's down three. Oh yeah, yeah. You're, is that yeah. better? Yeah, I think so. Okay, I'm I back. So. I'm back. Okay, I'm back. Matthew, how have you been? I've been great, man. Uh, doing really well. Uh, super excited about all the stuff that's going on right now. Like, uh, me and my girlfriends are starting a clothing line called Toby and Linus. And so we've yeah, been working are, on that for the past couple of months. And that's the artwork is fun. adorable. Thank you. Yeah, we're really excited to uh, start um, teasing more about the clothing. Uh, we're going to be starting that process soon. So, yeah, it's been super fun. Yeah, we need you to do all the hard work and then explain to us what you did so we can make Tram and merch. <laughs> <laughs> I explained to you at St. Tramon's Day. I was like, look, it's, it's not hard. It's easy. I just got to give you I just got to give you a guy. A guide or a guy? Oh, a guy. A guy. Sorry. Yeah. I need, wait. Again, D or no D? No D. G-Y. No D. Okay. Yeah. I do need a guy. I need a guy. Like, like Fieri. The, yeah. The, the joke here is like chicken. Uh, my chicken guy. I still have not been. But uh, my sister's boyfriend, Aaron, uh, who I've, I've known like his whole life, uh, he has a clothing company. Oh, man. I just I don't know how to tap that potential. Uh, he gave me some shirts uh, as an early birthday present. Um, so everyone's like, why don't you rep pieces? I'm like, well, I can't buy his stuff because he gets mad if I try to pay for it. But then he also doesn't give me any of it. So, which been, But I've got three shirts now, so they will be debuting. But uh, today's shirt, uh, does anybody know what this is? I know you know it's a spirit jersey. Um, but you two, either one of you know what's on the back of this. Uh, I saw it the other day, yeah. and I don't remember. I'm guessing it's going to say a galaxy far, far away. No, 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 no. Hey, 
The theme of this episode, Disney on Sucks. Uh, I don't know if you'll see it, but it's a Rise of Skywalker. <laughs> now, nice. RJ, RJ and family got me this because he has one. So we have matching spirit jerseys. It is actually an awesome spirit jersey. Just really? not an awesome movie. Like, look at look at this. It's It's got the stars. It's got lightsabers instead of the Disneyland D. And then that's yeah. it. There's no, like, craziness, right? There's no... I don't know, weird quotes. Oh, yeah. I thought you meant like it was like super comfy or something. Like that. Oh, I mean, all the spirit jerseys, they're pretty comfy. Uh, and uh, yeah, I mean, I don't, I don't have much. Spirit jerseys will not be in this episode because they don't suck. They're, they were in our vibe check episode that everyone should check out. I do like that episode that their, their time is kind of gone. But uh, yeah, it's, they don't suck at all. But guys, let's test out David Wallace's Suck It with... Mel's keeping. Hey, if it's your first time here, welcome aboard Tram in a Disneyland podcast where Kirk and I talk about the Disneyland Resort through and only through our eyes. How do I sound, Kirk? Do I sound fine? Okay, so it is a little crunchy, but okay. is that because there are three of us on the internet connection? Or no clue, no clue. On my my wave, my waves right here, I look pretty good. All right, okay. I trust. We'll you. see, we'll see, we'll see. Yeah, uh, to catch up on jokes. Right. Yeah, okay, good. Uh, to catch up on jokes, references, context, and backstory, check out. Our lore page on Tramon.com slash lore. For our recommendations for Disneyland, DCA, and more, check out Tramon.com slash Rex. For artwork to make your own Tramon merch, visit Tramon.com slash art. That is for your personal use only. If you enjoy the show, like, subscribe, comment, or review us wherever you can, including Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and my favorite, YouTube. For a visual guide of the show, follow at Tramon Podcast on Instagram. And to write into the show, head to Tramon.com slash ask. If you use Discord and would like access to our server, let us know. And you can find all these links and lore on Tram.com. Yes, you can. So, it's time for your right, in which members of the Tram fam write in with corrections and comments, just like you can, at Tram.com slash ask. Rain, cue up that corrections music, please. Eduardo writes in, Hey, Tramman, my dirt cold brew comment was a reference, and it is an anti-shout-out to the Mudslide Cold Brew over at Cafe Daisy. It was disgusting. Zero out of ten. What is ten out of ten, though? Portos. I believe that living in Southern California and not having had Portos is a big crime. Oh, you not saying any names. Oh, I guess someone wrote in, never had it. And I just wanted to say that during the cell room on Rise, that is what you call noise cancellation mode. I know rain... And welcome back. We'll get it. But do you, Kirk? You are an Apple boy after all. So, Eduardo, uh, Kimmy also thinks that that cold brew sucks, but uh, I'm not putting that in this episode. Okay. Eduardo, I got, I got something to say. Bose invented noise-canceling headphones, not Apple. But, uh, uh, hey, but, but those, that Apple noise cancellation on those, on those AirPod Pros, when it just goes that, you know what yeah, I mean? But they, I, they, they mean. so all noise-canceling headphones have that effect. That like ear shattering, ear shaking mm-hmm. effect. So it's not an Apple thing. But the thing I did want to tell Eduardo is neither one of us have AirPod Pros. We like the AirPod Twos because they're yeah. so like you don't you don't got to shove them in the ear. Yeah. So uh, yeah, Matthew, what do you got? What do you got? Let's go. Let's go. Nice. I got the the right regular oh, nice. ones. Yeah. Nice. So much yeah. more comfortable. The OG, yeah. the the third generation OGs. Yeah. yeah, I'm not I'm a. Not uh, I'm wearing. I'm wearing buds right now, and I I hate buds. I never go for buds because yeah. it feels like I'm like, like yeah. clicking yeah. into my ear. I, I, hate, I, that, hate, I that hate that feeling. feeling. 
something I, I did learn though, most people are probably using ear tips that are too big. Cause like mm. their, their pros stick out and they look kind of silly and whatever. And then like on everything I have, I know I have small ears, but like I, tur- I put the tiniest thing that everything comes with and everything's way more comfortable. So uh, check that out everyone. All right. Andrea writes in. Okay, just because you mentioned Expedition Everest and the track switching and taking a long time, I really didn't love this ride when I went on it because of that. And I've never heard anyone else mention this issue, but it ruined the momentum of the roller coaster for me. So I love Fantasmic. It's a great show, but the reason I've only watched it a couple times is that it's so hard to get a good spot. I'd much rather watch the fireworks, which you can see from almost anywhere. I hate having heads in my view of Fantasmic. Side note, this is voice text while driving, hence the typos. She spelled Fantasmic very wrong. I was going to ask. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, And this is in response to your solo episode. So she continues. Wow, I wasn't expecting to love that Bare Necessities episode as much as I did. But that was extremely touching hearing from so many people about what makes Disneyland special to them. Thank you for making it happen. And thank you to all the Tramp fam for writing in. Not me getting emotional as I'm 15 minutes from Disneyland after a six-hour drive. Thank you. Thank you, Andrea, for writing in. Thank you, everyone, for writing in and uh, for listening to that Bare Necessities episode. I don't remember it because uh, I think I got buzzed during the episode. So uh, That was your solo episode, right? Yeah. yeah. I, I was gone by the end of that. I, I, nice. <laughs> I've, nice. You know what happened? Because I kept drinking that beer and I kept not drinking water because you can't take sip breaks when you're alone. Right. <laughs> there isn't, right. like, someone else talking. But, uh, yeah, rain. Un, uh, how, how do I say uncue the corrections music? I think uh, tell tell the corrections music to turn around and exit from the way they came in because we don't know when the ride will be back up again. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> Let's get in some news. Got some headlines for you guys. First up. Not falling for that again. Fantasmic's two-week closure has been extended by two weeks until May 28th, at which point it will be extended another two weeks and then another two weeks. Did they they say this is going to be B-mode or did they just say it's going to open? They're just like, it's at least two weeks. Right, right. But no no Murphy, right? Like. Oh. No one knows. I haven't heard anything. Okay, that thing is an animatronic. They're not, it burned down. Right. And they're not going to reuse something that burned down. Yeah. You know, like, oh, we'll fix it. It's like, it exploded once. It's going to, exp- I don't know. It's just a bad look. From what uh, I heard, allegedly, is that it's not really a matter of, like, it taking two weeks to get the show back up, whether it's an A mode or a B mode. I heard that it's more of to allow time for an, a proper investigation to happen into uh, what happened. because. Allegedly, there is human error involved. Whoa. But you didn't yeah. hear it from me. Uh, yeah, and I, I did hear, like, I mean, there are probably some traumatized cast members, too. Yeah. Oh, uh, yeah. That's, that's It is scary. The whole situation like, just sucks. It's just yeah. awful in every way. Yeah, I assume when it comes back, they'll just bring it back with B-Mode. No one will be, uh, or people will be none the wiser. Um, and I, I do think they, if they figure it out and it was, like, clear human error, they'll just rebuild it. Uh, and have have a way to avoid that in the future. Uh, everyone wonders, like, what is this ridiculous procedure for blank? It's like usually someone messed up somewhere, and now you got to do it this way. Right. Uh, but yeah, Fantasmic is like, be- I think it's just 
we could agree it's a permanent fixture at Disneyland. So they'll rebuild it. I I hope. Um, but yeah. I think so too. I think I think it'll be one of those things where they wait a, a really long time, and they're like, "This is the summer that Murphy returns," and they turn yeah. it into a thing. Yeah, yeah. It's it, it's gonna be a while uh, before it returns. Uh, the show, though, it could return sooner than that, but don't expect it before May twenty eighth. Next up, Peter Pan's plight. Scott Gustin reports that there's an update. Uh, Mr. Toad's Wild Ride and Alice in Wonderland at Disneyland Park will be closed for refurbishment from June 5th through 15th. Both rides are set to reopen on June 16th. Peter Pan's flight is still set to close for refurbishment on June 5th. A reopening date is not yet available. Mm. So these are in the same building uh, as we mentioned before. Uh, but Freddie and I were speculating if there will be any changes to Peter Pan. I, I liked Freddie's take on the on the um the native american portion of the ride yeah that's so i wonder if they they'll take the time to just i i assume just repaint them you know they're i don't think they're going to remove them you don't Uh, think they'll i think they'll remove them i think they'll remove them they have to it doesn't it doesn't make make any sense to repaint them because then people are going to go back and watch the movie and be like oh so the thing is though it's still based on a a specific film right so what 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 would they put there because it's just gonna be empty like just have skull rock and be like menacing like you know anything else anything else i really don't care no 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 no. i don't i'm not arguing i'm saying like what do you think they will put there (laughs) um i have no idea but (laughs) um it's it's just a funny thing because it's like it's like so shocking that like it's if that is what they're doing it's so shocking that it's taken this long Especially because it's like, you know, it's so funny. Like so many people make the arguments for different things about like how some things are representation, some things aren't. Like I'll give you a good example. Like um, Speedy Gonzalez, right? People <laughs> were trying to like cancel Speedy Gonzalez, and then Mexican people rose up and were like, "No, he's cool. <laughs> <laughs> no, he's cool." Uh, and um, the thing is, like, w- what what tribe do the the Native Americans? represent in peter pan like not not a single like not at all like they're not representation they are just completely just a stereotype and like a super harmful stereotype at one uh, at that like if you listen to like the lyrics of the song that they sing yeah we did we did agree the song's going uh (laughs) but yeah we weren't sure but i guess we'll see uh I feel like they've been doing a really good job of adding in like cool, neat little things into rides lately, like neat little features and being really creative with the space. The entirety of Snow White is like a total, like mm-hmm. a great example of that. And then even more recently, the Indiana Jones, the new hallway scene is fantastic. And yeah. so I could see them doing something really cool with that area. Like I think what would be really neat is like to maybe add I'm trying to like think of that wall. Like you can maybe uh, condense that wall into like the ship taking off or something like that. Do like a pixie dust effect that travels from the wall into where all of them are on the ship. That's a good point. You could probably just get away with some some projections with that too, just like yeah. on indie. That's cool. Yeah, I guess we'll see. I guess we'll see. I'm not good. I think it it's it'll be even more ridiculous if people get mad compared to splash mountain i'm not saying like the severity of racism and whatever splash mountain is like an entire attraction so it's like 
I get people feeling uh, things are a little uprooted, right? It's like, oh, this is a big change. It's like, okay, yeah, it's it's emotional, whatever. It's like, if you're getting mad about this, there's this. I don't, <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. Okay. Next headline. Man, this is cool. I don't know. I was trying to say mantis. That's not bad. It's not bad. No, yeah, I, I couldn't yeah. figure it out. But mantis. Yeah, that's pretty. Is good. now a part of Guardians of the Galaxy. Awesome dance off outside of Mission Breakout for a limited time. Oh, limited time. I'm surprised. Yeah. So she's out there dancing uh, oh. with with those thick antennas. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Antennae. Yeah. But I assume it's so they stay rigid because uh, so they're not just flying around. Uh, it's not it's even not... the antenna that's the problem. It's like, dude, it's like whoever's doing it, like blend the prosthetics. You can see <laughs> the plate. Yeah, it's just a chunk on her head, and it's like, ah, oh. it sucks because like she looks great. Otherwise, yeah, but, you know, you can't spend like three hours in prosthetics for like fifteen minutes of dancing, and then she goes inside. You know, but it's it's, it's like partially CG'd in the movies, right? I think so. Like, yeah, I yeah. think they put LEDs up there so it lights her face, but then they CG them anyway because that's Marvel. Um, I'm not I'm sure. sure there's a cosplayer out there that's like, I know how to do it. Of course. Of course. <laughs> okay. Next up, Pixar Peering. OC Register reports that Incredicoaster, Inside Out, Emotional Whirlwind, and Jumping Jellyfish may run later than usual as Disney California Adventure conducts operational tests. This is, uh, this this is, is during Disney. World of Color. Okay, that's all I was going to ask. You can watch World of Color from these rides. From Incredicoaster, all right. Yeah. Uh, that is so weird. I Midway Mania is closed during World of Color, right? Mm, I don't think so. No? No, I think I've been on during World of Color. Oh. And I think I looked what... it up the other day when we I was going to go see World of Color with a friend, and we were trying to figure out like what stays open, what closes, and whatnot, and we were confused by it. I feel like it's, it's always it, – it either always changes or they're just not very clear about it. Yeah, yeah. I know the swings are definitely closed because that's a huge distraction, and it has to be lit up. And credit coaster doesn't need to be lit up unless there's an emergency, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, but the screams are there, but then are the screams drowned out by how loud World of Color is? I don't know, uh, but we'll see how it goes. It would, cool. it would, if it doesn't negatively affect World of Color, the more stuff open, the better. Uh, so, For I sure. wonder if part of it too, for I mean forever is I know even with Fantasmic, they pull a bunch of cast members from attractions for crowd control. So maybe it's one of those uh, things too. I don't know. Uh, uh, but I guess we'll see. I guess we'll see. And finally, far off dreams from a far off land. At Walt Disney World, dated tickets, which is like the tiered tickets for us, will no longer require reservations starting in 2024. Annual passes will have good-to-go days added to their calendars in 2024 with bonus days going away, similar to our uh, former Flex Pass. So we've been talking about this on this show forever, that we will probably get something like this at some point. Yeah. And uh, Walt Disney World's getting it right now. Uh, currently, 2 p.m. after 2 p.m., reservations are not required except at Magic Kingdom. And we predicted we will get something like that for at least DCA or weekdays only uh, because Disneyland on a Saturday is not going to happen. 
we assume at some point we will get, I, I could say confidently we'll get good to go days at some point. Now, the good to go days are part of available days. Like they will not be replacing blockout days or whatever. So the blockout calendars aren't changing. They have to announce all this now because of new sales. But uh, yeah, they're, they are getting everything first, but they don't really have that many pass holders and it's not really an issue over there. So And there's well, a lot more space there too. Yeah. Like, it's just more more area. So I I, I think it's going to take a while for us to get something like this, I, at least a couple of years before. Like, I think something dramatic has to happen in order for this to happen because they like the reservation so much at this point. I don't, I do. don't know. Yeah, this is January 2024, which is not as far off as I thought when I was writing this down. It's like May. Uh, it's mid-May now. Yeah. But uh, yeah, Matthew, what do you think? How far off would you say? I'm not sure about how far off we are, but it still is really exciting to me because, you know, I feel like ever since like 2020, 2021, like Disney fans and like Disney have just been in this like tug of war, like just this absolute stalemate of like everyone being like, we hate this reservation system. Like literally everyone hates it. And then Disney being like, sucks. This is the future. This is the way things are going to be forever. And this news is just Disney's foot slipping during that tug of war. Yeah. I just, it's just, it's, it's inevitable. Like it's not going to be a forever thing. It's only inevitable that they're going to get rid of it. Little yeah. by little. Yeah. And I think uh, something I tell people a lot, I don't know if I said it last week, I've probably said it on the show, but a big thing is like everyone who doesn't go to Disneyland asks me, why is Disney so busy while they're there for the first trip? since covid and i'm like everyone's still doing what you're doing today right it's people are still coming back for the first time there's still people who are like oh i haven't been to disneyland since the pandemic i'm gonna i'm gonna go uh pretty soon so it's like everyone's still getting that in not even like yearly trips or whatever and i know that's not everything but uh you know fomo is real uh realer than ever so parks are busy i'm not gonna ever defend the reservation system but uh i I understand why they say what they say about it, but they who wouldn't love to know how many sales you're going to make every single day. Right. right? I'd love to. Yeah, that's for sure. Or how but many yeah. turkey legs. It's it's not even that. It's really just them being like, "Oh cool, this is how many turkey legs we need today." It's yeah, it's all of it. It's, it's the turkey it's, legs, it's okay, the merch. Okay, there's how many people we need at parking. Mm-hmm. This is how many people we need here. It's just it's just ways for them to to cost to cut money. That's really it. I, I would say they have their operations have gotten slightly better in terms of like mobile order wait times, even like ride wait times, except for those crazy the days that are just everything's just crazy. I, I see things shrinking down a little bit. They are able to do single rider at Space Mountain and have like a billion cast members just standing around over there, yeah. uh, which is not something they were able to do uh, last year even. But yeah, uh, there's there is hope, uh, but if this is 2024 for them and they don't even, you know, they think they know how it's going to go, but they don't know. We'll just don't hold your breath. You know, don't buy a pass thinking at some point it'll go away. Buy a pass. If you're going to use it the way it is now, as you should do with most things anyway, like don't buy a phone because it's going to get an update, you know, that kind of stuff. So anyways, it is now time for our big thunder topic of the week. Disneyland sucks. So 
Matthew texted me what like hours after I thought, hey, we haven't had him on the show in a while. <laughs> and I was thinking we'd have some weird, like crazy topic, like the transportation type of thing, like some nerdy stuff, right? Yeah, so it's super niche. Yeah. And then he came up with something, but that it's that's a reserved episode that we will not mention right now. Yes, yes. But then yes. he was like, I just want to complain. I just wanna he said, I just want to tussle. Like I want I think you said you just wanna crap on the things people like i'm not sure yeah Yeah. so yeah so i'm like you know what first we were gonna do overrated which we can do at some point like no you go all in disneyland sucks and we i think we've thought about doing this so we're just gonna if we hate it we're just gonna say this is the negative episode next week will be a wonderful magical episode but this week will not be i mean it's gonna be wonderful to an extent next week no 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 i pushed the other thing oh you pushed it okay i keep pushing it i know that makes sense okay but uh I, I, I decided on a topic for my birthday, so, uh, okay. yeah. Okay, I wrote down my... Oh, so, Rain, is this your stuff? Down yeah, here? I, put, I put some stuff on the Okay, bottom. but Matthew, I want you to go first. What, what sucks at Disneyland? <sighs> okay, so first of all, I have to preface by saying I thought we were doing overrated episodes today. Oh, no, that's... Okay. <laughs> So I wrote so I wrote all the things I think is overrated. I made an itemized list of like specific things. Do these like things snacks, suck? Quick service, sit down. Okay, but do those do they suck? Um we could do both. Not all of them. Right? Not all of them. Not no? all of them. Okay, you could you could preface the thing. Why don't one of you guys go first and I can I can come up with some things that suck? Over overrated. <laughs> That's, all right. That's all up right. to you. Uh yeah, we could we could do overrated and suck, but whatever. Uh I will say burgers. All the burgers. One million percent. Every I thought, single- I sorry, sorry. I thought now, about, hold on. No, all the burgers that are in Disneyland. Disneyland. Okay, okay. Yeah. so we are just talking about Disneyland. Yeah, we're not yeah. talking Listen, about the Bla- resort. Black tap is yeah, awesome yeah. and whatever. Disneyland burgers suck we're not even going to dca right now dude even the tavern we, the earl of sandwich tavern i had that mac and cheese dude, burger that burger good. sucked what <laughs> burger sucked but and the tussle so begins. oh my god <laughs> well that already that makes me sad because a, a big test of that place because it's so brand new i was like is it going to be inconsistent so it sounded yeah, it, like it it was super bland i made a better burger like three days later bummo um, like from Trader Joe's and like some old spices in my cabinet. Uh, so, uh, big bummer. Yeah. So, but all the burgers suck. Rain, I know you said you had some good burger at Hungry Bear. I don't believe you. One time. It was literally one time. And since then, I've been back to Hungry Bear to get different kind of burgers because of that Phantasmic food package. I got a burger at one point. Not good. Not yeah, good. The, the, the buns are whatever, right? The, the toppings are. Never enough. It's always like this little like half dollar. Uh, for for those of you who don't know, there is a fifty cent coin with JFK on it. Um, it's they're they're dry. Like I liked that like cheesy potato Disney one hundred one, but like it wasn't a good burger. It was a good potato sandwich. Was that a Hungry Bear? Yeah. Or, okay. Yeah, the actual burger part was dry. Because Galactic Grill, I feel like, is the most egregious out of all the places that just have probably the yeah. bad burgers. Hungry Bear, like I said, it had that one burger that I really liked. But other than that. I've had like the Beast Burger too. Or <laughs> at Red Rose Be- Tavern? Beast's Burger, not the Beast Burger. Yeah, with Red Ro- at Red Rose. Everything, it's like, 
it's just frozen pre-made patties that they have to cook well done because it'll freak out like the general public if there's any pink or red in it. So it's just not going to be good. Yeah. And they don't have like Lamplight Lounge, right, at Disneyland. They don't have just sit down with a good burger. And I've kind of I'm kind of fighting back recently at sit-down restaurants in general that aren't burger places that sell hamburgers. They're almost they're not they're so mediocre. They just put a burger on the menu for someone who didn't want anything else, right? Like, yeah. I know we're getting a little off, but yeah, all the burgers suck, and you shouldn't order them at all. Rain, what do you got? Shall I go? All right, since we're on the, the topic of food, and we're in Disneyland, the Fantasmic Food Package, the, mm. the, the upsell that's been going on for a while now, um, and... I have kind of two trains of thought on this. I like the fantastic food package on where you're going, where you know where you're sitting. I do not like the fact that there's a giant reserved area now for just food packages. I mean, even though there was for sit down before, but I feel like that area is even bigger now because of Hungry Bear food package specifically. Um, I also hate the fact that if you buy this package and Fantasmic is canceled, you're just SOL. Yeah, you know you. You can't you can't get the refund. You you just gonna be paying a six. Well, what is it like, thirty five dollars, forty dollars, and you can get the ribs or you can get the burger, whatever, the meatloaf, um, whatever. But yeah, yeah, I'm just not not a fan of this uh, this food package overall. So, I do have to correct you. Okay. There has always been a grab and go food option. It used to be has at a it used to be at Aladdin's Oasis. Really. Yes, uh, you'd, you'd grab the food, you could eat it during Fantasmic or whatever. So that's always been there, but it could still suck because of that. Yeah, yeah I'm, <laughs> it's weird. I'm like, we wanted to do it. We're like oddly afraid of it, even though it's, it's been canceled like one time, right? But uh, besides, you know, burning down. Yeah. Uh, I would have loved the front seat to that. But uh, yeah, I, um, I don't know. That, there's no way the food's good, right, Rain? You said it. You liked it, but then I, I did. I did at first, um, and then I went back and I was like, I don't want the ribs right now, and I didn't want the vegan option, so I went with the burger, and that's when back to the burgers. The burger was just not good. Yeah, man, maybe that's my fault. You know, I, I don't know. Matthew, you got something uh, that sucks. Since we're on the topic of food, okay. I have a restaurant that I want to. Uh, I've I've got a bone to pick with. Let's go. There is a restaurant that if you don't have a reservation and you feel like doing a sit down, it will always be available. And there's a reason why it's because it oh. sucks. Yeah. And it has so much potential. I think you guys know what I'm talking about. Mm-hmm. The Riverbell River Terrace. Bell. Yep. Welcome to Tram and Matthew. You're one <laughs> of us now. <laughs> it's so sad. Like it has so much potential. Like I, I love the theming in there. I love that. Uh, that it's like the location of it, like being right on like Adventureland, New Orleans Square. It just sucks. It's it's just the worst. Like it, all the food sounds so good. It really is such a trend. yes. It's the like food, ooh, the food sounds burnt so ends, good. grilled cheese, Nashville hot something, and... and then it's all just so bad. The only thing that is decent was they had a monkey bread there that was actually yeah. like pretty yeah. good. That one's actually good. It was actually good. You but... had it. That's not enough to to hold up a restaurant. So I'm going to say Riverbell Terrace sucks for food. And I feel like, well, I, I could I could say two more things while we're in this realm of, of, yeah. of food. 
um, kind of kind of related to the um, the fantastic dining experience. I've never done this experience before because it just looks terrible, and also it has so much potential. And that's the Tomorrowland Skyline experience. Ooh, hundred percent, hundred percent. I've done it. This rain, right? Oh, so yeah. you did it? I did it. I did it. And you're hundred percent right. I don't even like fireworks. I don't know why I chose to do it. <laughs> no, I know why. I know why. I know why. I'm going to throw some shade at you. All right, throw it, throw it, throw it. You see an open reservation to something or like <laughs> an open pre-order to buy something. You're like, ooh. Do it. 100%. 100%. Push the button. Yeah. Yeah. You, what What food do they serve there? I'm still confused. There's Bro, they have cookies. like Jenga up there. Like, what are you doing? <laughs> Right, they do have Jenga. Like uh, what? <laughs> uh, I'm trying to think of what you know. I think it was last it's just May. Like little cookies and like I imagine a, a Starbucks like protein box. Pretty much. Yep, similar, similar. It's think like come come sit on the thing that was free and have a Starbucks protein box, but worse. And yeah. like not a very good view of fireworks that are often canceled, and you can't see any projections. And I don't think they do. They pump the music. I think I heard they don't. I heard they don't. Oh, that's what I I heard. I gave away my 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 passes to Brandy's uh, cousin (laughs) that was there. (laughs) So I got the food. I hung out up there. I was like, oh, it's a nice view. And then we left. And now you got star view. So you're fine. You're fine going up there. Yeah, they these. And they do them better. That's a whole other episode, guys. We won't get into what Disneyland should do better. Okay, I'll 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 go next in Tomorrowland. Pixar in Tomorrowland. That's just uh, it's, it's everywhere now. Yeah, it, I'm not gonna get into the whole Tomorrowland should be this, and we we've done that like a thousand times. I know we could we could do a whole other episode on Tomorrowland sucks, but the Pixar specifically is just ridiculous. Alien Pizza Planet. It's not. It's it's a. It's Chuck E. Cheese is what it it's supposed to be. And it's not even that, right? It's, it's not even. Like, if they had like a claw game in there, like there might be some redeeming quality, but there isn't. It's really bad food, right? It's it, the the outdoor area just kind of like melds with Space Mountain, which is weird. And then you got uh, Buzz Lightyear Astro Blasters, which on its own is a fun little ride. But again, just like it's a ride about... It's like there's a toy based on a cartoon... That is now based off of a real person inside of a cartoon. And it's in Tomorrowland. And it's like a slimy ride with like old systems that, you know, takes up a just, you know, a building with probably some potential. But the worst, the worst is the Pixar dance party. (laughs) I hate the Pixar dance party. This could have been a Tomorrowland dance party and you could have had some funky characters there, but no, it's just straight up Pixar Fest <coughs> hey, decor. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Pixar Fest like theming, which is Pixar Fest was fun at the time, but like same it theming. And the, the characters are there like Je- Jesse and Woody are cowboy toys. In a, in Tomorrowland on a wow. stage that had cool artists like Elvis impersonators made more sense somehow in Tomorrowland than the Pixar dance party. 
I'm not saying you got to get rid of the dance party and then kids can't do anything. Just like Pixar and Tomorrowland, it really is. Okay, it's. I'm trying to think because Disney does this with something else where they just dump things in an area. And I'm not entirely sure. Oh, it's kind of like Hollywood land, right? It's just like, ah, we'll just throw it in stage 17, right? Yeah, put it in the corner. And like, I, I love Anaheim Ducks Day, but it's like, oh, where should we just put it in Hollywood land? Just let it you the, just barf things out into Tomorrowland. It's the miscellaneous area. Yeah. And yeah. it's the most. Yeah. Anything goes area. Yeah. Yeah. And I don't even know. There, there wouldn't be a better miscellaneous area except maybe even the small world area or Fantasyland Theater, but it's just like, yeah, Tomorrowland is supposed to be this clean, pristine, cool, futuristic thing, and there's just Pixar, which yeah. we, we already have it, George. It's Pixar Pier. Like, we don't need two of these. And, and we, we didn't need that either. <laughs> true. But, you know, we do have it, so we don't need even more. I mean... Pixar isn't even contained to Pixar Pier in the other park. So I don't know. I, I don't know what it is, but is Pixar's not even the golden goose that it used to be, right? Like, aren't they? I'm, I'm hoping that this Elemental, I think Elemental's Pixar, right? That it, is. It, comes, yeah. it is. Yeah, that it comes out and is a banger and it's great, you know? Because I, I didn't like the Buzz Lightyear movie, um, but ever since, I don't know. It's been a while since there's been something really, really good. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like the last one that like really like hit was Coco. Yeah. And ever since 100%. then, everything has either been like, that was all right, or like that wasn't it. I, I, I feel like Coco that... was the last like banger. And the problem is is that like in, in Coco even kind of suffers in this problem too. The Pixar the 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 Pixar like recipe is like out there. Like everyone knows like what you're gonna get into with a Pixar movie. Like oh, yeah. two partners are gonna go out. It's like it's like you can like just predict it like a mile away, and it's like, it's like it sucks because their their um what's the word I'm looking for? Not recipe. Their formula. Uh, their formula. The Pixar formula is just such a such a solid formula. It's such a good formula, and like the problem is like they just did it too well too many times. That's honestly why like I just look back at those Toy Story movies and I'm like, man, like those really are like the best of the bunch because like they made the first one and that started the formula. And then the other two were like complete reinventions of the formula and like managed to top one and, and the other and the other without like backpedaling on anything. It's just crazy. Right. Like imagine making a movie, right. Where like Woody is like, you know, the, the lesson in the first one is like, Hey Woody, you got to learn to share the people that you love, you know, with someone. And then the second movie is like, okay, now Woody, now you have to learn to face your mortality. It's like, okay, so then where do you go from that? <laughs> and then they somehow made a third one yeah. that also had like a profound lesson to it too. Like if you love someone, the best thing you can do is let them go. What? And then they still made a fourth one that like wasn't even a bad movie. It was not even bad. And it still, and it still was able to, to build off something like so crazy. Um, but yeah, it's just like, you know, what's funny about the Pixar and Tomorrowland thing is that, um, as someone who is like a huge fan of Yesterland, I literally have it pulled up right now on, on my computer. Um, the, the original 
do you guys know what was the first time that they had Pixar in Tomorrowland and why they had it in Tomorrowland? Hmm. Like the first time they did it? Yeah, the first time that they featured a Pixar property and what it was. And it's not here now? It's not here now. Hmm. I have a feeling it's a movie. Like they played a movie? Yeah, at the theater. No? Close, okay, close, but no. What is it? So what it was, was they, it was called, and I'll pull it up. It's called like the Toy Story Playhouse. I think is what it was called. But yeah. you have to think back in 95, they counted Toy Story as fitting in Tomorrowland because CGI movie yeah. was like uh... so futuristic. It's just so yeah. funny that like you would not look at Toy Story and think like technology. Right. Quite the opposite, actually, especially that first movie. But yeah, they literally were like, wow, this is such a groundbreaking movie. It makes sense that it, it's featured in Tomorrowland and not like Frontierland, you know. But yeah, it was like it was like a live stage show. Huh. Yeah, I'll That's pull up the funny. name. I think it was called Toy Story Playhouse. Um, yes, your land. Toy Story Funhouse Fun and, and Ham's All Doll Review. Wow. <laughs> that's what it was called. All right. Nice. Okay, Rain. All right. Now, since we're still on Pixar and we're still on Tomorrowland, the submarines. I despise everything about this ride. Right? I totally forgot that that's East Pixar and Tomorrowland. Yeah, yep. Keep, keep yep, it 100%. Going. Look, I wish it was still the original, you know, regular submarines. We were just seeing like statues within the water, blah blah blah. I could probably even stomach that for you know the stinky feet smell that you get every time you go in there. But the Finding Nemo thing, I don't know. Just it doesn't do it for me at all. That area, <clears throat> the best use of that area is literally to take a picture of the water next to the Matterhorn. That's <laughs> that's the best thing that you can do in that area with you know with some kind of kinetic energy with with, with the subs. But actually, as a ride, I do not like that ride at all. Yeah, it's we almost went on it because we thought like, ah, let's do it short wait. Anything short of a walk on, it's just not. No, that's not it. It's not it. Yeah, uh, I, I can't. And I mean, at this point, would like Little Mermaid be better there? <laughs> you know, like. See, I I don't know if the the subs as a ride system could do anything better i don't know the problem know. is it goes underground yeah. beyond the lagoon so far and it's a slow moving ride so it's like long like what you can't the lagoon takes up a bunch of space but the ride itself kind of doesn't yeah. so it's like what else could you do fill it in like magic kingdom and then there's nothing there right right, right. So, i mean knock that down knock knock uh autopia down and and uh innoventions down and then you got a big area okay you can put one coaster <laughs> i'm not gonna argue for autopia staying yeah but when i was a passenger the other day it's kind of nice to look around there and you're like i i understood why we all thought we were gonna have like some star wars speeder trace chase through endor it would work it's forested enough to work if you're like low to the ground or whatever but, yeah god what an error that was when, that when we thought like came out and when we all were like this is yeah. it 
they're gonna put a giant Death Star uh, spaceship Earth in the center. Yeah, and we all actually bought it. Um, okay. I love the subs. <laughs> Do you I, really? I would literally like. There's th- there's like no other like ride that I would like tie my body to like the front of like if it was gonna close down because. Walt made it. Walt made that ride system. Like Walt had his hands on that ride system. And name one ride that has that ride system. I'll wait. Oh, like just a funky submarine that's not going underwater. Yeah, kind of stuff. Yeah, yeah, that's true. Going underwater because people even will say like, "Well, Tokyo Disney Sea." Nope, that doesn't go underwater. Yeah, twenty thousand leagues. They fake it. They they fake it, making it look like it goes underwater, but it doesn't. Okay. There's not a single ride in the world that has that ride system. And for that, it is one of a kind Disneyland. And yeah, it would totally be a million times better if it was a different story than Finding Nemo. Um, but I do think that that ride has one of the best moments in any Disneyland ride. And it's right at the very end when you're cruising into the dock and they're playing Beyond the Sea. Hmm. And you're just vibing. That is a vibe. That is a whole vibe that no other ride uh, matches. And I love that. I do want to say two things, though. It it never dives, right? But I believe that there are scenes where the water is only like a foot or two in front of you, and then it stops, and it's not like like the scenes are actually dry. Yeah, where there's just like or a little like, wall or whatever. Yeah, yeah which, which is kind of like probably where Tokyo Disney Sea was like, we could just put that in the window instead of actually putting the vehicle there. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. But if you had to theme it or untheme it, what would you do? Uh, if, you, if you're going to keep this ride forever, right? I, I know things retheme all the time, but what would you do? Um, I would do what they were going to do, which is turn it into an Atlantis ride. Yeah. Before it bombed. Right. Yeah. That would be way cooler. Cause it, it would be cause Atlantis is futuristic. Yeah, they have, right, right. Yeah. That, they, that works actually. Yeah. Retro futuristic, even which, like, to this day, I'm like, what, like, what, what is gonna be the move with Tomorrowland? Are they gonna go full, like, ch- super crazy futuristic sci-fi, whatever, or like, you know, like I, ju- I, like, in November went to uh, Disneyland Paris's Tomorrowland, and I love how they did theirs, where they just committed to being like, you know what. It's all just retrofuturism. It's like the Jules Verne stuff, right? Yeah, the Jules Verne, H.G. Wells, vision of the future. Yeah, yeah. maybe they could put us in something speedier, uh, sportier than a sub, like a tuna. All right, <laughs> if anyone got that, right in. That's a good one, Matthew. You love the subs, so uh, you must now pay the toll. What do you hate? Okay, um, I wrote down another thing to share. Going back to foods, um, the line at Rancho del Zocalo, I don't understand how all, after all of these years, they have not put one cast member out there to go, hi, what do you want to order? Oh, just a single horchata? Get over in this line. Come yeah, inside. Okay. You do not have to wait in this hour-long line. Walk past all these people. What do you Can want? We- a salad? Walk past this line of people. This line is just for tacos. Kimmy like, and how I, have they yeah. not put a casserole out there? Just one. You literally just need one to go, what are you ordering? 
go this way, go inside, go inside, go inside. It is ridiculous that like you can't order anything because it, like, let's say you do want tacos, you're screwed because if you want tacos, you have to wait in line for the hundreds of people that think that they're in line for salads and burritos and horchatas and, and conchas and anything else. For them to get up to the window, go, huh? Oh, it's over here? My bad. And then you just wasted an hour of time that you didn't need right. to. Otherwise, you look like the jerk when you cut everyone in line because you know what's up. Yeah. Uh, it's I just didn't a horrible know that, situation. I didn't know the taco salads were part of that because I just I mobile ordered the taco salad last time. They're part but, of uh, the long line? Yeah. They're, oh. they're not. Oh, they're, they're not. They're according not. to okay. what Matthew's saying right now. But... Uh, they, I did learn that, yeah, the desserts are uh, their own thing. So during Sweetheart's Night, we just wanted that cute dulce de leche uh, cactus succulent thing. And we just, like, walked right past. We just double-checked with the cast member to make sure, like, everyone's cool. But, yeah, but I thought you were going to say something else, Matthew. <laughs> what did you think I was going to say? Because I'm going to say it. Go off. Rancho del Socolo sucks. <laughs> yeah. I don't know how yeah. it sucks so bad like i've had interesting things there i've had sopes i've had huarache and stuff but like how okay like how do you mess this up it no offense mexican food's pretty easy to make and like pretty easy yeah pretty easy to get like uh i'm gonna say human resources going (laughs) uh to to serve and cook and create great mexican food like what's going on it's Like it's not I like what's weird is the flavors aren't good. Like Chipotle no. doesn't taste like Mexican food, but it almost tastes better. Almost. Like yeah. it's there is just really. it's so bland there. Like Taco Bell ground beef has more flavor than the beef at Ronto del Socolo. Like it's it's weird. And what Fritos were invented there, and they what they paid someone for the taco salad recipe or something like that like yeah no 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 it was something else but they doritos no no so the that's what i meant doritos were invented there but the taco salad was invented there the thing that went in the taco salad was paid for uh but yeah they were invented there like the whole the taco shell bowl yeah and it's like you can't just make some good Mexican food. Like, just get some skirt steak and put some freaking taco powder on it and cook <laughs> it in a skillet, and it's gonna taste better than whatever's going on there. Good I don't, under- I don't understand. And I, it's Bro, like and they load that kitchen up with Latinos. <laughs> they yeah. load it up, yeah. And, but it's all a facade because they're not really touching the food. Because if they were touching the food, you would taste it, the difference. You would taste, yeah, hundred yeah, percent. You would I, taste I, the difference. I don't understand it one bit. It's just. It's just not good at all. And the one thing that is good is everything in the in the in the last window. The desserts, yeah, I the do desserts. Like the I think that yeah. the rotatas are good. They got they're that like creaminess. Super, they're just super sweet and like yeah. not super grainy. Which like I like picky about like graininess and rotatas, which is very um uh what's the word uh it's very um uh I can't think of the word like it's contradictory like okay i i do have an orchata question for you yes i argue with people about this should there be milk in orchata Hmm. Um, i always say no it's rice milk that's the point 
I mean, it depends because like straight horchata, not like an horchata drink or latte or whatever, just straight. Yeah, sure. If you're having like classic like Mexican horchata, but like for example, like Salvadorian horchata um, uh, is used with like you use like a mordo powder, and then you you use like milk or water, uh, mm. and you pour the powder in and you stir it like that. So like there are lots of different ways to do our chocolate, but of course, of course, if you're doing like OG Mexican, like a classic one, I feel like yeah, putting in milk is like a cop out. It's like uh, you yeah. should be able to do it right without the milk. I've actually heard like Mexican people say like, no, my mom always puts milk. I'm like, that doesn't make it like you. No offense, I say <laughs> yeah. this as just a straight Armenian person. You don't speak for like Mexican culture, <laughs> right? Because you're, you're, oh, my mom did it. Okay, well, you know. My mom changed recipes too because we like it that way. But like, I don't know. Uh, that's the thing I just always get mad about. But it's like, it's hard to argue with people because it's like, I'm not Mexican at all. So I can't really, it's like a race splaining, you know? It's like, yeah, I, yeah, I, yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, I don't know. Like, my, my opinion on it is like, does, does like putting milk into horchata like automatically make it bad? No. No, but it's, it, but. it, Often when milk is added to things, it takes away from like the flavor of the thing. And like horchata is good because it tastes like rice and cinnamon. Like yeah, the the more milk there is, the less ricey it is. And now it's like cinnamon milk, which, you know, could be good. Yeah, that like that like nuttiness is is what you need. 100%. I like it with almond milk. That's that makes sense because it's nutty. Yeah. Yeah, And I I make I make my uh, my horchata, my Salvadoran horchata with oat milk. Uh, that's what my family does because it makes it like really creamy, but then yeah. doesn't take away from the nuttiness. I'm not entirely sure how oat milk is made, but almond milk is basically almond horchata because it's it's water and ground up thing, almond. right? Or so, like soaked right. and whatever. Uh, so yeah, yeah. I I think Rancho uh, Sokolo it it it, uh, it absolutely boggles my mind how it's so bad. I did not like that cold brew at all. Oh, really? I like that. We had their chocolate flan one day. Oh, the day I I ran into uh, Choco Flan hits, man. Dude, it was good. Choco (sighs) Flan. Man, you know what they had? That was pretty pretty banging a couple years ago. They had a Pan Dulce ice cream sandwich. Ooh. Mm. That That sounds good. It was good. And also, it was like really fun. It was like, it was like neon, like bright pink and blue, the, the concha. Nice. Okay, who I I pulled from Matthew's thing. So oh it's back to me again anyway, or is it Rain's turn? What do you think? No, it's back to you. Okay. It's uh most of the food sucks, right? Uh so we're we'll keep it there. Hot dogs suck. It doesn't <laughs> hot dogs. Not corn dogs, hot dogs. Yeah, Who's dogs buying a hot dog? I saw a guy, dude. I saw a guy a couple days ago, Bro, which is straight what? up hot dog, like an angry dog. Like, what's the point? You got you I've really. Heard, I've heard people say that the angry dogs are good. I don't believe them, and I don't need to try it because I just know that they're wrong. Yeah, like what? What you really got a hankering for a hot dog right now? Like, sometimes I do, dude. But I go to Portillo's, you know, <laughs> down the street. Yeah, I don't. I don't understand the hot dog thing. Not at Disneyland. Mm-hmm. It's. You no, know, we got we got Dodger got corn, dogs. There's you got corn dogs. Like, just get a corn dog. Like, if you have yeah. a hankering for a hot dog, get a corn dog. Yeah. Uh, it makes it makes no sense. Yeah, and the funny thing is, the corn dogs are like phenomenal. 
Like they're yeah. in the upper echelon of corn dogs of the world. Absolutely. <laughs> and yeah, it just doesn't make sense to me. I don't know why anyone would buy a hot dog. Uh, I also don't know why anyone would buy a turkey leg. Yeah, I do. Okay, my curiosity beyond the novelty or nostalgia. The, my curiosity is like killing me right now because I really want to try the Buffalo Ranch one. The turkey leg. Hmm. I want to okay. try it. I want to try it. Okay. okay. That, that's a thing right now? Yeah, it's been a thing for like, I want to say like a few Buffalo months. Ranch or just Buffalo? So it's, it's, um. Is it a Troubadour Tavern? It's. No, I think it's at the one that's, I think it's Edelweiss Snacks has it and uh well i believe what it is is it's actually like just buffalo sauce soaked turkey leg but then you can get ranch on the side to drizzle on top and to add to your bites and stuff like that that might help if they chill out on the liquid smoke for buffalo you know yeah i'm 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 scared to try it but i do really want to try it it's like a giant hot wing have y'all been seeing (laughs) you guys been seeing the i think it was just one maybe i saw another tiktok but people were bringing in tortillas. Or no, they were getting. I think they were getting tortillas from Rancho de Zocalo, and then going over and getting uh, turkey legs, <laughs> like cutting just... it like out the store into the tortillas, and making turkey Disneyland turkey leg tacos as their lunch. Right. Yeah, I feel like they taste really good in those uh, those Ziploc El Pollo Loco tortillas. <laughs> there's something about those that, that that that's good with the the chicken right yeah yeah, yeah I just, so why would anyone want like besides nostalgia or they've never had one like you really like i want a turkey leg right now that's gonna satisfy me it's not i, I know a couple people a couple people that legitimately enjoy it it looks disgusting smells disgusting but hey teach his own you know dude there's one time where i got a turkey leg like back in high school and man, I, I could not stop farting like all day <laughs> with all my friends, and they were all making fun of me. They were like, "Oh, it stings! Oh, it's a turkey leg again!" They were like pointing, laughing at me in line, and like it was like all day it was like that. And then I remember one of my friends that made fun of me. Like six months later, uh, she came to me and she was like, "Oh my god! By the way, I need to tell you." Um, I had a turkey leg the other day when I was with my family <laughs> and we went into the haunted mansion. I could not stop farting. And I thought of you. I was like, oh my God, I feel so bad. We laughed at Matt, but he was suffering. I was like, yeah, dude, <laughs> they're crazy. So you're forever affiliated with uh stinky turkey leg farts. Yeah, ripping, ripping booty because I ate a turkey leg, dude. And that's what all I can think of. Anytime I see someone uh, eating a turkey leg, I'm like, all right, time to get in front of them. Uh, all I could think of is uh, an unnamed friend throwing up a turkey leg. Uh, oh, oh yeah. God. So, uh, <laughs> all right, next the... topic. Next topic. <laughs> next topic. Rain. All right, is it you me? Hate. It's me? Okay, uh, let's see here. I'm going to not do a couple of these. Okay, well, we're still on food because we keep talking about food. Um uh, I'm going to talk about another restaurant that I have a big problem with. Blue Bayou. Mm, let's get into it. Yeah. Last time, last couple times I went. At 8.45, uh, 15 minutes before they closed. Not the last time I went, but the okay. T- okay. you know, two times ago. Okay. Um, I just constantly feel like servers do not care you're there. 
you get your food essentially thrown at you. The quality of the food to me has completely gone down. Um, it, it, I got, is, it is at rock bottom right now. It, it, has, been, it has been going down. Yeah. And I went, a friend of mine had like always wanted to go and he had never been. And I was like, dude, we should go. And like did so many things to get in. We finally went in like two months ago mm-hmm. and we were appalled. And I was like, dude, this is officially like rock bottom. Like, I don't know how it can get worse than how it is right yeah. now. You know that a restaurant sucks when we ask for Parmesan cheese at an expensive sit-down restaurant in the middle of Disneyland and they brought us craft packets. Mm, craft parmesan. packets. Parmesan. I was like, oh, oh this is it. Like, it's done. Close the restaurant. We need to, We need to start over. Dude, like, I mean, the least they can do is have the Monte Cristo be available for dinner. For real. That's, that's the very least they can do. And they give it to you with that side salad. And I am a connoisseur of side salads. <laughs> I love my side salads. And that is an absolute garbage side salad. So, I don't know. I, I'm so over Blue Bayou now. Even if I see a reservation, I'm like, I'm good. I I don't need to do it. Last Caffrey time, Lanes gets the job done better. It does, hundred percent, hundred percent. Caffrey Lanes, I feel like has gone up. I feel like yeah. it's the opposite. Yeah, Caffrey Lanes is on the up. It, it, yeah. Every time I've, I've gone recently, I'm like, oh my god, this is like the best thing here. Like I had a Caesar salad there that I was like mind blown by. Yeah, they got me eating anchovies, dude. That's how good it is. They got me eating anchovies. I never eat anchovies. Oh, anchovies are good in in moderation. But uh, yeah, yeah. Cafe Orleans used to be like whatever. It was whatever. all about the fries, and they don't even make the fries that way anymore. They make them better. They make Monica them better. So is is ridiculous. Uh, Kimmy got the 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 steak with the the chimichurri that everyone's doing now. Steak free is steak free is like the new short rib at every restaurant on earth. Yeah. Yep. Uh, and like I had a creme brulee there and it was really good. Like, yeah, Cafe Orleans has stepped it up. I haven't been to Blue Bayou in a while. Don't go. Uh, yeah, la- last time I went, I got some like seafood pasta. It was actually decent, but I have seen pictures and heard terrible things about Blue Bayou. Dude, last sure. time la- last time I went, we got I went with Ricardo and Karina and we were so excited to, you know, to go. We were like, we're all hungry, we all want something. We can't wait you know, to be near the water. I mean, even if we're not near the water, at least in the vicinity, they sat us at the first table when you walk oh, in. Oh, dude, that's the worst. Oh, that God, is actually God. the worst. You can hear yeah. the kitchen. Everyone's yep. coming in and out. And then it's, if you go during the daytime, light leak, light leak, light leak. Oh, yeah. It's actually like the worst dining experience you could have at any sit-down restaurant at Disneyland is that table at Blue Bayou. And also, I feel like, yeah, exactly. Like they will, you will be the, you will be forgotten about. Like they will, the servers oh, yeah. will forget you exist if you sit at that table. The mm-hmm. only two things going for Blue Bayou to this day that have not dropped in quality at all, and that's the lemonade mm-hmm. and the little gumbo, the little cup of gumbo. You know, what? I got that. But they have time. it at Cafe Orleans. Ah, okay. But okay. they have it at Cafe Orleans, so it's like you. It's not even like a reason to go. You know. Mm-hmm. That gumbo was good. I do agree. That, that, that little gumbo, gumbo hits. Yeah. They like, know. Yeah, they, they have to know Blue Bayou is just a bucket list thing. It is. Yeah. They don't even care. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I will say just my mom is not a snooty person. She's the opposite of a snooty person. But if a bunch of us go to a restaurant and they sit us by the kitchen, she'll ask them to move us. 
like hey it's really it's really loud here can we not like the open kitchen places not the places with a door like you hear it like the places there there's like the piece of glass and it's just like she's like can we you know if it's a full restaurant whatever right but when it's like empty restaurant and they lead you all the way through and like you're sitting by the kitchen it's like why you know but uh yeah okay Matthew, what what sucks? Or, or, okay, listen. If something is grossly overrated, I want to know. I want to know. What Blue is Bayou it? was on my list. <laughs> Blue Bayou was on my list for uh, sit down. Most overrated sit down. I would. You say might say something's overrated. Most overrated sit down. And we might we might believe it sucks. What is it? Give us another one. Okay, another one. <laughs> <laughs> you were talking about it earlier. Okay, you know what? I'm, I'm a say jerk. This. I wrote it down, and I was like, <laughs> "I'm gonna say this for the end." I was like, "You know what? I don't have a section for merch." Okay, let's get uh, in the merch. I'm sorry All to right. do it to All you, right. but spirit jerseys are the most overrated piece of merch at no, this for sure because of mainly two things, right? Because like obviously, like designs. Actually, no, three things I'm going to say. Designs are subjective, but I will say that objectively, like if I'm going to buy a big kooky piece of merchandise that's freaking Star Wars or Mickey Mouse or whatever, put the design on the front. I want to proudly display that design on the front. Too many spirit jerseys are putting the design on the back. So that's one. Two. They feel horrible, in my opinion. I, they actually feel like the worst fabric most of the time when it's just that like cardboardy, like mm. super stiff, not soft at all material. And it's always those that are like overpriced. And to me, it's just like, look, man, like there are just so many other, like they did blow up the whole spirit jersey thing. I got to give credit where credit is due because now spirit jerseys are such a thing. And there are great ones. There are great ones, but I don't see people wearing the good ones. <laughs> people always are wearing the awful ones that I'm like, I know that you overpaid for the worst fabric and for the worst designs. So only reason I'm going to agree with you is because there, there was like a downfall of spirit jerseys. When they first started, there was like three of them, right? There was like a pink one. There was the black one and like some furry one and then one for kids and rose gold, which, you know, that was its own thing. Right. I have the Tiki Room spirit jersey. And I think they, they did four for attractions. Like attraction ones, right? Yeah. The, the worst one was It's a Small World. It was just very meh. The Pirates one was decent. It had the stripes. Haunted Mansion, you know, had the print. But I think, I actually think the Tiki Room Spirit Jersey is the best Spirit Jersey because it is green. Mine is very soft. This one is not as soft. This is three years newer than the other one. The, the Tiki Room one was one of the first. Where people are like, where'd you get that? I'm like, the I store. I do love that one. Yeah. The it's one's great. The front patch, uh, well, it's this one's actually uh, emb- uh, embossed or whatever. But uh, that one, I think it's Jose. So it's not the D. And the full bottom half is a crazy tiki print with all the birds and the background and whatever. So it's like a full design. And the Disneyland in the back is the tiki room font. And it was back before they started putting Disneyland all the way to the sleeves because Walt Disney World does that, uh, which never made sense for us. But yeah, I think Spirit Jerseys were great. And then they got lazy with them. And they're, I haven't felt a new one either. 
right? This is even like a little bit old. But yeah, the I remember the the Tiki Room one was super soft, flowy, and comfortable. Where like it if it didn't have the big patch on the back and I didn't want to ruin it, I would just wear it at home. Cause I know people do that. And people still talk about the OG black one. Or they're just like, oh, I, used, I love that thing. Yeah. Uh, Matt, Matthew, do you know about my uh, my cholo theory? <laughs> <laughs> Let me hear this. What's up? So I have a theory. Well, not really a theory. More of like a way of life. Yeah. That every time something gets really popular, it starts uh-huh. with with, you know, your niche group. And then it goes into the masses. But once it hits the cholos, I'm out. <laughs> and spirit jerseys have officially hit the cholos dude yeah like the food's got disney yeah you know? yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, you, dude, you'll see those i've been seeing a lot of spirit jerseys <laughs> on food's got disney <laughs> <laughs> i feel like what it is is it's all the it's all the homies that like are now like have are old enough that like they have families and they have the kids and the kids <laughs> want to go to disney yeah. But then the wife like wants to dress up in the Mickey ears, and so that's the consolation. Is like yeah, okay, I'll get a spirit jersey. <laughs> it's like oh, I don't want Disney merch. They sell oversized things that are supposed to be oversized. I'm, I'm looking at one right now. You know what goes hard? I'm looking. I'm on Who's <laughs> Gone Disney. Someone's wearing an East LA spirit jersey. That goes hard. That actually goes hard. <laughs> oh, that's awesome. I'm gonna check that out. <laughs> <laughs> um. Speaking of, uh, uh, I feel like I was remembering something with merchandise. So, uh, I don't know. Okay. Well, I'll say merch these days sucks. There was a little golden age of merch, oh, I would I say. I say. Yeah. Okay. You say your thing. We can come back to this. Okay. Real quick. What I was going to say is uh, if we're talking about merch, something that sucks is um, Haunted Mansion merchandise, particularly the colors that they're choosing for Haunted Mansion merchandise. They make mm. no sense at all. It's like they absolutely refuse to just make black, green, and purple merch. They're like, what if it was lilac? And what if it was white? And what if it was blue? It's like, why? Why is the merchandise blue? Like, what are you doing? Just just do the, the colors that are in the ride. Just do the colors that make sense. Like, it's so frustrating because the designs that they're doing are not that bad. It's the problem is like, it's the colors is so weird. It's almost like they're like, afraid that if they use the proper colors it'll look like hot topic merch but it's like <laughs> well isn't even that anymore like well, yeah there is a whole freaking bats day goth and emo has not died if anything those people all have money now like you know like the people who are our age and we we were not the goth generation like but it's like everyone who is currently goth can afford goth things so right. it's like just do it Especially because they do freaking, I mean, let's just say right now, Nightmare Before Christmas sucks uh, in the parks. It's like, it's everywhere, right? Yeah. And they get so much merch. So much. And it's like, okay, how, on the Haunted Mansion topic, how is there not more merch for rides? Like, no, you, you want to hear something abysmal? When I went to Disneyland Paris there was maybe like three pieces of Phantom Manor merch. And then wow. everything else was the awful Haunted Mansion merch that I'm talking about right now. Like just hours? Like, yes. Huh. Yes. That's surprising. Yes. Well, you get uh, freaking Walt Disney World I was merch. In Paris. I, yeah, right? Like that makes sense. But Haunted Mansion 
isn't in isn't in Disneyland Paris in any way, shape, or form. It's Phantom Manor. It's a completely different ride with a completely different storyline and completely different characters, completely different aesthetic. And literally all they had was like, I'll make it a book. And then like two pins. And I was like, oh my God, what? I don't understand. The one thing that did go hard though, though was, um, you know how they made the Haunted Mansion shirt that looks like a skeleton? And then in the center is the Hotbox ghost and he's supposed to kind of be like the nose holes for the skull. Like, do you guys know what I'm talking about? No. They've had it for a while, and it kind of comes and goes off the shelves. But, like, it's really cool. It's a black shirt, and it's supposed to be, like, when you look at it from afar, it looks like a skull, like, almost like a Sid from Toy Story, like his shirt. Mm. But then when you look up close, it's like the top is trees and the graveyard, and then there's the gate, and you can see the Haunted Mansion off in the distance. Um, they did a version of of that design for Phantom Manor, and I thought it was cool. But that is cool. Not cool enough to to get merch. <laughs> yeah, um, I there was a time there was like a Matterhorn shirt, and it looked like just like a climbing shirt. That like like it had like mining things and like pickaxes and whatever. Not climbing, and that was like the only you know Space Mountain. Every now and then, kind of gets something. And then we have like odd people mover merch, but yeah, there isn't like Disneyland merch. It's a lot of characters and terrible catchphrases. And there was 2017. I'm just going to say in general was a decent time. Uh, in in Mer- like merch wise, merch wise, Disney wise, like cool things you could do. Uh, and there was, I'm trying to think like Christmas time, like the merch was, I think the merch used to be better during Christmas. Things were higher quality. Uh, but yeah, it's things are, I, I don't have a desire to ever buy anything at Disney Animal on there. And I used to go look for the new merch constantly. Yeah. And now it's just like, what what am I even looking in this store for? You know? I used I used to be the pin guy. Yeah. And then pins to me are just absolutely dead. Like absolutely dead. If I see a Chernabog pin, if I see a goofy movie pin, and they're putting out so much goofy movie goofy a movie lot. merch now. It's kind of annoying at this point. But <laughs> Uh, I used I got like hundreds and hundreds of pins, but I'm out. I'm out. I'm good. I'm good. I don't need them anymore. Um, I just texted something into our little group chat that we have with each other. I don't want you guys to look at it yet. I want you guys to look oh. at it as I wrap up this little story. But I want to tell you okay. guys about the worst piece of nightmare merch I've ever seen was years and years and years ago. I think it was like around like 2015, 2016. I went with a buddy of mine to Disneyland and he was looking around at like all the nightmare merch and he picks up these Jack Skellington fingerless gloves. Yes! The fingerless gloves, let's go! He picks up these Jack Skellington fingerless (laughs) gloves and he goes, dude, look what it says. And I was like, bone daddy? (laughs) <laughs> and he flips it over and I read out a word that is so inappropriate, that is so dark. And literally I was like, oh my God, it looks like it exactly says that word. Oh, wow. And, and that's what you texted us. And oh. it's what I texted you. And I swear to God, a week later I went and they were gone. <laughs> I've never <laughs> seen them again. And if I could find them, I'm sure I can't. I'm sure if you literally look up Bone Daddy fingerless gloves, you will see. Um, 
I, I could probably send it into the group chat with you guys. But see. yeah, I, I remember like just being so appalled. <laughs> oh, yeah, I see it. Yeah. It's like, it's a really bad font. It, yeah. It's not bone. <laughs> it's not bone that's the problem when you flip it upside down. It's Jeez. daddy. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's, it's crazy. And I think they, oh yeah. And they also made, um, they made a they made a beanie, but the beanie doesn't look like it says that word. The gloves do. I, I mean, I'm sorry, but any any fingerless gloves, just like get out of here. I don't need. I don't. <laughs> it's not even. I I'm so tired of Nightmare Before Christmas. We don't even need to talk more about Nightmare Before Christmas Haunted Mansion. Like we just, it sucks, and yeah. we get less and less regular haunted mansion as time goes on which is insane to me so. as long as they keep making more uh mayor merch uh to make my girlfriend happy um <laughs> then i will allow it because the mayor is uh i think her i think her top favorite fictional character of all time <laughs> from nightmare nice. it's just the invasion that bothers me but uh yeah i see on your list to segue, I see on your list that you talk about complaining about the Disneyland app. And I do okay. have a complaint about the Disneyland app. It's so I wasn't going to specifically pl- complain about the app because we've complained about the app so much, but we can get into it. For me, it's using an app at all, even if it's good. It's just, you know what? Let's do your thing first and we'll come back because this sure, is sure, a whole sure. Topic. So I my thing, my thing is very specific. It is such a simple feature that would be so helpful if they added it and if if anyone was like how would you fix this and i'd be like actually let's talk about your app first put this feature into your app this would be the easiest thing to to just it would just make things so much better have you guys ever used uh yelp yes um best part about using yelp or one of the best parts about using yelp is that you can filter by open time you could literally select like what is going to be open, what is open right now, or what is going to be open at 5.30 p.m., 6 a.m., etc. Do that for the Disneyland app because I'm so sick and tired of having to click on every restaurant at 9 p.m. and go, this one's closed. This one just closed five minutes yeah. ago. This one, 100%. ah, we're not going to make it. This one, this one. I should not have to click through every single restaurant and every single stand. To see that, oh, if I want churros, I can't get them in Fantasyland, but I could get them in Tomorrowland because the Fantasyland closes at 8. But the Tomorrowland one stays open until 10.30, except for on Wednesdays. Except for, uh, cut it out. Just, so give me, just give me the times. You already have the times plugged into the app. They're already there. Just give ha- me a feature to search by the times. We're already halfway there because of the new mobile order screen. Yes. The, uh, available now. Yes. It's like open now. I thought the same thing when I saw that feature the other day. I was like, oh my God, look at this feature. Or forget the filter because the filter takes forever too. Like you got to go to list, whatever. If you're on the list mode, right? It should just at the top open now. Open now. I know people are dumb, right? I know people are dumb, (laughs) but open now implies there is a section called close now where it's like, if people keep scrolling, they're going to see the bottom of the list where they're like, oh, I can't see this restaurant. And then they see closed before they see the restaurant name and get excited. And they go, oh, here's a list of closed things. Kind of like how uh, I, kn- I know it's like sometimes or in certain things, 
there's like a, I think the attractions when it's closed for refurbishment, it's at the bottom of the list, right? Yeah, they'll, pl- just... they'll plummet it to the bottom of the list. Yeah, also, closed Google for the day. Also, Google and Yelp also have a feature of closing soon. Oh, yeah. yeah. So Fair if you enough. want to slip into a ride that is about to close that you wouldn't realize that's about to close or whatever, like that should also be a feature. Closing soon. It yeah, would be I so think... helpful, but the easiest thing. It's been years that we've had this app. I, I don't understand how we don't have that feature. Yeah, I... Oh, go right. Go ahead, Rain. The, the, there's certain rides that close at like ten o'clock, mm-hmm. and there's so many times when I've gone to that ride, you know, said ride at ten thirty, and it's just like closed. It's like, all right, it just when when you click it on the on the map, it doesn't necessarily say anything, right? It just on the actual map, it doesn't say temporary closed or now closed or whatever. It just says the name of the ride, which I guess is an indicator, but it it should say now closed at the very least. Yeah, I what I thought you were going to say, Matthew, with uh, one of the best features of Yelp, pictures of the menu items. <laughs> yeah, that's you it. have to go into mobile ordering to see what something looks like. And yeah. when you explain that to someone, which is what I'm going to get into right now, they're like, wait, what? I don't want a mobile order. I'm like, just go there so you could see what it looks like. And then you can walk up because it's like the view menu section doesn't do anything. And yeah, it's not, not like we're asking them for to do more work. You already did the work. <laughs> just, yeah, and just and put it in the menu section too. What's funny is you don't even like need it's not like you're saving bandwidth by not loading pictures because the mobile order has the tiny thumbnail next to every item as you're scrolling. So it's like just do that without or or even just have view menu. And if you see something you like, there's a little start mobile order button and then you can add it to your car, whatever. But that's a whole other episode. But what I kind of wanted to get into with the app is I think people are right. People who don't come to Disneyland that often, it's too complicated. It's crazy the types of things you have to explain to people. Now, I will say, I've talked to a couple people who did do their research ahead of time. Like, I know someone who took his family, they go once a year, he researched Disney Plus, buy it in the morning, individual lightning lane, yada, 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 right? He did all the stuff and he is not a Disneyland person. Like I told him what to eat and whatever, right? And I talked to him the week after and he goes, we had a great time. Great trip. We got on everything we wanted to do. Once we, once we understood it, it was very easy, but there's like no onboarding process, right? There's, it's, it's a, a lot of things are like this where you open up something for the first time and you don't even know it works that way. Like I taught a lot of people about double tapping your space bar on the iPhone and it puts a period, a space and capitalizes the next word. I used to work at Apple and didn't know that. Yeah. I learned because I opened up like the iPhone manual, which is in iBooks where you, if you like triple tap text, it pulls up a whole paragraph, but I had to go seek that out. There is no like, you know, maybe a, are you new here button? Right. Like when it opens up and you're just like, I know more than you. And then it'll go away. Right. Like Ron Swanson. But there isn't that there is no really like how to use the app. And I feel like even if there was, it was going to be it would be bad. Uh, But it's you have to use it and it's not very intuitive. And there's a bunch of we've talked about how there's like that stupid home feed that is unhelpful. And I counted and this is an underestimate. I have an iPhone 14 Pro, which is like the standard size of iPhone. If anything, people have the Max more. But anyways, it is, if you count like from line to line, it is eight pages until you get to the magic key portal. 
like eight full scrolls. I know that's not how you use a phone, but that's the only way I can count. And when you go in there, you can't really do much, right? You can't make a reservation, whatever. Like you can't even show the ticket. You got the fact that show ticket isn't a floating button is crazy to me. Or that like so many things are just like it takes you out of the app and sends you to the website. Like, yeah. What? Now, like that's crazy. Spoilers for an episode we're going to have in two weeks. I believe everything that pushes you to the website is because of the galaxy ticketing system that you'll see it at the turnstiles where they use galaxy. They have a whole backend from this company, uh, gateway ticketing solutions that has food that has retail that has, uh, tickets, the ticket purchasing experience, as well as annual pass purchasing experience. That's all in a separate thing. And I have all these theories and whatever, but I believe that's why it's not fully integrated in the app. And we'll, we'll get to that in another episode, but it is ridiculous that they have not done it by now, yeah. especially because we've been full app since April, 2021. And the one thing they could have done during the pandemic is software development. And like that, there wasn't like, Oh, we had to send this person home for the, whatever they had infrastructure during the pandemic. They sent us all these weird zoom backgrounds and whatever and right and added things to the app so they were working on it they could have done something but they didn't but speaking of the turnstiles the pictures at the turnstiles kills me because every single person who isn't a pass holder needs one and it really can just ruin a line and what happens is when people are waiting to get the picture taken they think this is a great opportunity to ask the cast member questions about my day. And then they try to get all this advice and they hold up the line. They complain about something. And, you know, we, we've said it before, but we need this, the silly fingerprint system, uh, which Rain says is more or less flawless at Walt Disney World, but not universal. Uh. As long as your fingerprint is good. Yeah. Yeah. Brandy's is not and can never get into universal. Yeah, Disneyland but... Paris is interesting because it's the Disneyland system, but entirely um, just uh, technology. It's human free. So it's oh, you really? walk in, you walk into a little cage. It's like it's like you're at TSA. Like it's like you're like going into like oh. uh, like another like uh, country basically, where you walk up and then they go, all right, scan the ticket, like slide it through, and then they're like, look at the screen, you're good. Wow. wow. Like and so like so like no matter what it's like always like scanning your face like being like you're good or like um taking a photo of your face mm-hmm. and uh it's super efficient because it, it it exactly gets rid of what you're saying which is like oh let me let me talk no you're not talking you are you are scanning and then you're walking through and then the next person is scanning and walking through huh. yeah i was i was gonna say like they can't they will not say we can't answer questions please talk to the person past the turns out disney won't do it yeah. But it's yeah. like, we kind of need that. The w- only thing worse than the turnstiles is people asking questions at the parking booth. Oh, like, get out. You gotta go. Oh, yeah. No, you gotta you go. You gotta go. You gotta go. Like, it, come on. There's people behind you and you're not now. Uh, but, the, you know, th- actually, I, I, I forgot to put in we have it so good and it's not good. The fact that you have to use the app and that, listen, I have a 5G 
newest iPhone on Verizon. The app did not load my ticket in the parking structure the other day. And because I was all the way on the left, which I never go. And the guy saw the loading screen. He's like, what pass do you have? Inspire. He's like, go ahead. Like, You're good, dude. He didn't want to wait. And that's crazy. And I checked the good Wi-Fi. For him. Good for him. Yeah. He, he knows. Mm. No, no Yahoo knows the name of the pass. I barely know the name of my pass. Like, it, <laughs> you know, so it's, I have like the Wi-Fi auto connect and like just check the box and I'm good. There is no Wi-Fi in the parking structure. It's a giant concrete box. Yeah. yeah. The app is just, it's, it's a, it's its own episode and it, and it kind of technically is next time. Uh, but it's, it's comically bad, but I feel like a lot of things are going that way recently. Yeah. Just like technology has gotten worse and everyone's like, Oh, AI. I'm like, you listen, no, it's not what you think it is. Okay. Um, does anyone want to go or should I continue with the security bullet point? You could, I, you can continue on my end. Matthew, you got anything yet? Or you want to? I've got some. You got something. All right. It's going to be a hot one. Um, the show with hot questions and even hotter wings. <laughs> <laughs> if uh, you have ever paid uh, to stay at any, uh, either, all three of the Disneyland hotels, whether that be uh, Paradise Pier, now turning into Pixar Hotel, nice. Grand Californian, or Pixar Place, Grand California, or a Disneyland Hotel, uh, you've been conned because those rooms are horrible. And they're not even that convenient of hotels. They're truly not. Um, they are fun to walk into and visit for free, but I think that those rooms are so ugly and so disgusting. And if you compare them up to any 90% of the Walt Disney World hotels, they would be at the bottom of the list. Yeah. And they're more expensive than minus contemporary. That's ass. <laughs> minus contemporary. Um, but they are more expensive than like all these other hotel rooms that are so much nicer. Um, I'm not even going to get into like the amenities that are available or not available to you at said hotels um, because that is part of my overrated little rant. But yeah, I think that the, the, the Disneyland hotel offering is actually garbage. Um, it would only be okay if they were charging $100 a night per room. So... I stayed at the Grand Californian alone in 2016 for $450, oh. which, hold on, it was going to be a courtyard room. However, mm. the only reason it was totally worth the 450 is they put me on the top floor facing Cars Land, and I was like, okay. Because I'm looking at like ocean view rooms and like whatever hotels. That's how much it costs. So that I get. However, that same room, I think even before the concierge thing is like six fifty. Now it's like crazy. Now it's ridiculous. Because you can stay in a really good Weston for under three hundred dollars, depending on when you go uh in other places. And Weston is like a it's like Marriott level, like they call yeah. you to make sure your room is okay type of place. So uh yeah, I that the Grand Cal oh and I stayed pre remodel so it was more oh, oh. it was but I, more I dingier 
No, no, but like it had like the better green aesthetic, more woodsy, more like almost kitschy, but like cabiny. And now it's more corporate, right? More like it's plainer. Yeah. And I kind of tried to make the most of it where like I was up late at night wandering the hotel and it's kind of like, you know, you, you got to act like a guest almost, but, um, you know, Disneyland hotel is, it feels so outdated. So outdated. Uh, even though they, like, they do all this stuff and it's like, I walk on the ground level and I'm like, this isn't, this isn't a resort, no. especially like the, the main pool area hub type of deal. Kind of like, I don't know. It's, it's a, cute. Yeah, it's cute. Well, the pool itself is fine and like Trader Sam's, of course. But like I'm saying, it's like the fantasy tower. Like just looking at the side of the building with like the benches and whatever, I'm like, no, this isn't what it could be. But, uh, and related to that, talking about Disneyland Hotel, if you want to hear something that I think sucks, uh, that DVC tower. And I'll tell I, you why. I'll tell oh, you why. I have a pamphlet here. About the DVC tower. <laughs> <laughs> let me tell you about this freaking dvc tower um so first of all they just redid i, I know we're complaining about like how the design hotel looks they just redid it to make it look like you know mid-century like wide, bucket. you know kind of uh googie kind of that style you know classic disneyland americana like they they did a really good job with the repainting of everything right as they were building this dvc tower that completely goes against that aesthetic um that just looks like a renaissance a nice modern renaissance in uh now the other thing that is really frustrating about that dvc tower uh is the fact that you have the fantasy tower you have the adventure tower you have the frontier tower Let's make the fourth tower generic Disney. Like, are you kidding me? You were right there. Tomorrow Tower was right there. You would have completed Disneyland Hotel. You would have had the four OG lands. And you fumbled. You completely fumbled the bag. That tower literally looks like it's supposed to be a Tomorrowland Tower too, from the outside. It is sleek, it is modern, and worst of all, heard from a friend that that was the original plan, Bob Chapek shot it down, and he also shot down, part of that was going to be, hey, let's turn Steakhouse 77 into Captain Nemo's Lounge. So we lost that too. Wait, Captain who? Captain Nemo from 20,000 Leagues Under the Sea. Oh. They were going to turn Steakhouse 77 into a 20,000 Leagues freaking restaurant. See, like, and now we just get generic corporate Disney building that completely is a, is a complete stark contrast to the rest of the Disneyland Hotel. Well, Biggest I missed opportunity. While I don't believe Tomorrowland, I mean, like, should turn into Discoveryland as, like, forget the name even, just like that theme. If they were going to, right, you could have launched it with a steampunky hotel, right? Like, and it would have worked. You still call it Tomorrowland. Totally. And it's just like, totally. hey, this, it's all you have to do to not name it Discoveryland, right? And you just, if you want to go steampunk, a vision of tomorrow. That's it. It's a vision. It's a different vision of tomorrow. That's all you need. But yeah, I, I've always wondered about the Tomorrowland Tower thing. 
And yeah, what's funny is it's the the tower is very generic. However, like I looked at it at night from like I could see some tiki torches and whatever, and the colors and everything worked. I haven't seen it during the day though. And it kind of was like, okay, I kind of get this. But also like they just painted everything blue and teal, like the OG popcorn boxes. So it was kind of odd, like, well, they're not going to rebuild the other towers. And is this to like, you know, if this is a, if this is some uh, JPEG fingerprints, maybe it's like a class system of towers. Like you're in the fancy tower, you know, it's the villas, whatever the villas. Yep. Right. That's what it's called. The villas yep. at Disneyland hotel. So yeah, I don't know. Uh, I don't ever. It's like I want to do things in the California Grand California Hotel, but I don't like crave staying there. Yeah. If that makes yeah. sense. Like maybe I want to swim yeah. there once or like have an event there, right? Or walk through there or sit in the lobby. But it's like I'm I'm not like I gotta stay here. And I think part of it is I haven't been to Wilderness Lodge, but I assume it has a feeling of seclusion that it, it does. The Listen, Grand Californian does not because ev- anyone can walk through there. Same same guy was designer for uh, Grand Californian, Alani, Great Wilderness uh, Lodge, and Animal Kingdom Lodge. Same guy, really. Same guy. Out of those four, sense. Grand Californian. I've never been to Alani, but I can just tell you straight up, Grand Californian is absolutely not even on the same level as the rest of those hotels. You telling me how much you paid for that one night Grand Californian breaks my heart because you could get for roughly the same price one night at Animal Kingdom Lodge where you are Animal Kingdom Lodge, you are a minute shuttle ride to Animal Kingdom. Um three of the best restaurants and in the entire Walt Disney World Resort are in that hotel. Boma, Chico, and Sanaa. And then on top of that, you can see animals from your room. Yeah, that's, that's insane. For the same price. And also the room's gorgeous. They just redid the room. It's absolutely gorgeous. It looks amazing. It's super well-themed. Brand new. Super clean. Super nice. For what? A green, a green room in the Grand Californian? Why is it green? Why did they make the rooms green? I thought they were it's white so now. Long. Now... Oh yeah, yeah. downgrade. <laughs> like, yeah. like at least the green room is like memorable. Like, what are they doing? Like, why is it not lodgy? Why I don't understand. It's always yeah, so think- sad. Hotels that like you walk into and there's such a promise when you like walk in, you're like, oh, this is so nice. I'm sure the rooms are gonna be so nice, and then the rooms are just garbage. You know, it's like that. For we were literally last night planning an Orlando trip, and we were like, we were talking about that. Um, at Universal Orlando. Have you guys heard of Cabana Bay? That's what's connected to a Volcano Bay, right? Yes. Yeah. Cabana Bay, when you walk in, man, it is like is it transports you back in time to like you're on a road trip in the fifties with your family and it is just like so gorgeous and so such a nice lobby. There's a bowling alley in the lobby. Oh, that's cool. They just put a a, a milkshake like shack in there 
and there's a whole diner and like amazing Starbucks and amazing gift shop and there's a bar and they retheme like half of the lobby to HHN and they host HHN events in there and like it is so nice and then you walk into the room and it is Motel 6 it's like it's like what happened it's like what happened to this promise of this great hotel and then I walk into this room and it's like oh the room does not match what I just saw in the lobby yeah um yeah god just so crazy like i said design hotels i would not have a strong opinion if they weren't so bloody expensive they are insanely expensive i think it's just an availability thing there aren't enough hotels uh and they were gonna we're gonna get that huge one right with the the cool lobby like Mm -hmm. like i feel like the the format was almost contemporary like like the rooms are above there's this promenade below and connected monorail yeah and then, you know, Anaheim was like, you moved to 80 feet. So taxes back on. Well, and that's not entirely true. While that is, that is what they pulled, basically what was happening was uh, Anaheim realized, Anaheim um, actually voted in people that weren't bought out by Disney. And those people looked at the plans and went, wait, who's paying for the hotel? Uh-uh. It was supposed to be Anaheim. Anaheim was going to completely pay for the hotel. Uh, and they were like no and so they found they found one way to screw disney over but what's funny is disney took that and was like oh no like big mean old anaheim city council and it's like if you guys only knew but what i'm saying though is like it's you you kind of have to play the game because disney's like you know what we're not going to build a hotel and now they're because they anaheim was going to get the occupancy tax which on its own is kind of a silly thing in general uh, yeah. I'm not I'm not anti-tax, but occupancy tax is like it's like property tax for sleeping. Uh <laughs> but but like Disney did win that battle for now. Um and I'm not look, I'm not a corporate apologist. It's just always funny how like it's such a strong Anaheim government stance to hate Disney. And it's kind of like, why? Like they're everything. I'm not saying really? give them everything they want, but like Hey, how about you like build a relationship and there's a give and take and you figure it out and you each get what you want. Truly. Um, and it's just like, no, we're hard on Disney. It's like, why? <laughs> they're they're here. They're not going anywhere. And there's a lot of tax money. And I'm not Mr. Oh, they create jobs, but they, they employ a lot of Anaheim residents. If anything, give them something and then push them on minimum wage and stuff, you know? Like totally. I, I feel like I heard about some weird law where they they attach some sort of tax break to minimum wage hike, but I think that just like disappeared. Like you could do a bunch of crap like that. Like, you know, oh, you don't want uh sales tax on tickets uh to come back? Your starting wage must be this, and then boom. If the numbers shake out where their taxes are more expensive, they'll pay more. Yada yada yada. I don't know where we're getting there. Um, uh, but that's always just been funny to me. But I do want to talk about security. For a moment the security experience absolutely sucks i do not feel any safer one because most of that security stuff is theater it's not real the tsa doesn't catch anyone doing anything it's all nonsense to make you feel safer no one feels it they actually right? proved that it's less safe 
Yeah. <laughs> oh, TSA at airports because then, they don't catch uh, this particularly in airports. I'm not calling out Disneyland security. I don't have any strong opinions about Disneyland security, but for TSA, they literally did studies and they were like, actually, as it turns out, it's more dangerous in the long run because while they're not catching any criminals or terrorists at all, um, TSA being a part of the airport experience is now causing more car crashes than ever from people rushing to the airport because they have to get there so early for TSA. Yeah. So the, the other thing with that is I can, it's all based on like the mood of the security cast member where someone is opening chapsticks. Right. And the other is, you know, copping a feel on your backpack. And then the other thing is that they manually decide the sensitivity of the sensors. I walk through with the same shoes, the same glasses, the same watch, the same belt, and nothing else in my pockets. And sometimes the alarms go off, sometimes nothing. Sometimes the little wand beeps louder than others. I got to flip my stupid belt over. I don't know what the hell anyone's putting behind their belt, but it's, (laughs) you know, it's... Because of that, it's almost like less, it makes you feel less safe. I know it's random, but we've talked about that touchless thing before uh, that they have in Walt Disney World where you just walk through and all it does is ding you for Altoids. And the thing with that, one, uh, I think a security cast member told me, uh, secret source, that that a few leads or something just didn't like it. And so they just dropped it because they're like, well, whatever. But at least with the touchless thing, the machine decides. It's automatic. There's no, the cast member decided to hold up the line today or the cast member decided they didn't want to hold up the line today. Right? And, you know, at least if you have a system, if the system has the same bug in it over and over again, you just change that bug. But people are people, you know? So it's like, I just, I hate the whole experience. It makes, it used to be like, I'm leaving work at this time and it takes this long to park and then i get on the tram and now it's like who the hell knows by the time i get in it's it's like tsa <laughs> yeah yeah it's you, like you have to take that into account now hey i'll meet you and i'll tell you every step of the way where i am because even now it's like i'm in line for the tram uh there have been no trams for 10 minutes uh i'm on the tram now we have now stopped like who knows so yeah the whole security entrance experience is it it does not feel like the well-oiled machine that it should feel like at Disneyland. Yeah. The, the OG bag check was like, and they were going through those bags, but it was just, they had one job, go through the bags, and they did it on plastic tables, and there was no holdup. All of a sudden, there is. Also, I shouldn't be punished because the person in front of me decided to bring a bag to Disneyland. That's what's so great about Walt Disney World. It's like everyone is running in at the same time and everyone that has a bag now has to go over there. But you're free. Like, I'm free. Right. And then even that's fine. Like, you go ahead and check their bags. But I'm continuing to walk through because there's nothing that you have to check for on me. And I bring a bag. But the other thing that gets thrown off is like if there's three people in front of me with no bag, they go in so quickly, they're standing in front of the metal detector. And then now I'm just, we're all just waiting and it's backed up and they're trying to check someone's bag behind me. And it's just like, yeah, as someone who brings a bag every time, have there be a no bag line. If there wasn't no bag line, maybe I would just bring a water bottle and carry it yeah. instead of like, I bring a bag to throw it in there. Mm-hmm. We may as well. Right. But yeah, it's, it's just like, a, 
it's another one of those things that pulls you out of the whole experience. And I know it's like we're talking about security, but uh, it's it's not real, guys. Like, you just look up security theater. It's not a conspiracy. None also, another thing, too, is um, something so interesting is uh, I have so many uh, security people at, like, various events, theme parks, uh, tell me, oh, you don't need to do that when I go like this when I'm wearing an Apple Watch and I walk through Bell Detectors. And every time I tell them, like, it's a thing. Hey, what is it's that? a thing. And uh, so basically, like, at some point, I went through some metal detector, and I couldn't remember where it was. But I went through some metal detector, and a security guard told me, oh, go back through and go like this over my Apple Watch. And so I did. I walked through, and he was like, you're good, man. And I was like, that really works? He's like, it really works. I was like, that's crazy. And I literally saw it with my own eyes happen. I walked through, beep, 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 ah, go again, go like this. No beeps. The only thing that changed was me covering the Apple Watch. And so every time I go in somewhere and I'm, I'm wearing an Apple Watch, I always cover it instinctively. And I have so many security guards telling me, like, that's not a thing. You don't have to do that. That doesn't work. And I always tell them, like, no, it works. I promise. And then the last time I was at Universal Orlando, it happened. I stopped doing it because so many security guards were like, you ain't got to do that. It's not a thing. And my thing beeped. And the guy goes, cover your Apple Watch. And I was like, I literally stopped the security guard because there was no one behind me in line. And I was like, dude. I've been trying to remember where it was that I heard about this, and it's here, Universal Orlando. You guys, they they have the best security team. The yeah, I, Universal Orlando security is the best out of all of them because they are the most efficient, the most like no BS, like get it done, like not going through your bag, like oh what's this, what's that, and I've done their security for HHN, where they should be going crazy, uh, and yep. and they are good. They are just like. All right, let's see your bag. Cool. Water bottle. Just pour it out. Throw it away. All right, you're good. And yeah, they're the ones that, that told me about the Apple Watch thing. And, and all so, that's, yeah, all that's day, saying is that the things can't detect anything covered by body, which probably makes sense with the whole uh, the, the underwear guy with the TSA. It's like anything between the cheeks. Metal, <laughs> metal detector's not getting it. So, yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Not that we should spread that knowledge here. Especially um, if it takes up, man. Yeah, oh, spread <laughs> Spread that knowledge. Out. Yeah. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah. Uh, yeah. It's it's annoying. So, anyone got anything they want to go? go I, I want to. I want to do a couple at the same time. You go for um, it. And they all kind of fall under the same thing. And it's kind of similar to what we're talking about because. The addition of so many more things, you know, have, having to deal with so many more things um, now with reservations, with the app, with, you know, parking, et cetera, et cetera. It all kind of culminates into this one, like, rush. This one, like, you have to go, 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 go now at Disneyland. And because of that, it kind of, I, I, I just hate it. Like, I hate having to be like, okay, in the next five minutes, we have to get to this reservation. In the next, you know, like, because of so many different kinds of reservations that you can have now in the park, you can have a bad time parking. You can have a bad time waiting for the tram, like we're saying. And all these things can limit you from getting to where you need to go. And because of that, you can just, like, rush through every... It, the it's rush. Deadline. It's deadlines. Basically. Deadlines, yeah. And... And one of the things that can block you from a lot of this stuff is the thing I probably hate the most in the park. And that is getting to Disneyland 
during the parade. I okay, you know what it is. Disney is very good at putting in the breaks and walking you through and whatever. It's people pretending they don't want to watch the parade. And then they watch the parade yeah. while they're supposed to be walking. Yeah. It's yep. the rubbernecking. It's like, guys, just get, just stand to the side. Like, yeah, they're going to get yelled at or whatever. But it's like the, they're walking forward, looking to the left, and then they're not really walking. And it's like, come on. Like, it's just like on the freeway. You know? Yeah. We could just, yeah. we could just oh, be through oh, this right accident. Yeah. yeah. Oh. oh, look at that. Oh no! When they redid part of the sixty uh, near La Puente, my dad was like, "Look, they're putting in a higher wall in the center. That means you can't look over at the accident on the other side yeah. that somehow causes traffic." Yeah. And yeah, that's the the parades do that for sure. And it's like, I'll watch it when I know there isn't when there isn't like when there the ropes there, right? We're all just right. standing there. Yeah, okay. Yeah. And then you hear them. All right, everybody, let's go and just walk. Just you know, just, yeah, it's. But those two things together, like getting to the park during the parade and you having to go somewhere because your app is telling you you need to go is the worst possible experience at Disneyland. Yeah, gonna... I'm super, I am like extra, extra picky about parades and particularly parade music mm-hmm. because parades just ruin so much of like the theme park going experience. It's like your parade better be good. For How do you feel about Magic Happens? I love Magic Happens. I, I, really, I, really, I really, really love Magic Happens a lot. Um, I hated Sensational. I thought Sensational was horrible. Genuinely I, horrible. I hated yeah. it. Yeah. I joke that the worst part of the Magic Happens song is when they say Magic Happens because it just throws off the whole beat. The rest of the song is really great. But when they're just like, duh, and then they say Magic Happens, I'm like, okay, come on, come on keep it going. Because <laughs> it's, it's a catchy tune. And then it's like, all right, let's pause for a moment. Got to say the name of the parade. Um, but I I know I'm the the I hate phones guy. All right, I get that. But I think it's people trying to record everything while walking, but not watching anything. Yeah. That's that makes things worse. Man, I'm just glad that we're out of the iPad f- firework recording era. Yeah. That was that was actually yeah. like the worst. But it's like <laughs> that, and it was like combined with uh, selfie six. That, oh was God, bad. that was bad. That, that was, was bad. bad. Yeah, I think it's uh, gimbals really bother me. Because uh, I'm like oh, the DJI ones. You know what? You know what it is about the gimbal thing. I know. I'm gonna. They're they're vloggers out there. Whatever. Calm down. <laughs> just, just like, like you on. have a gimbal. Yeah, you have a gimbal. We get it. We get yeah, yeah, it. yeah. Like, yeah, and then when they got the the monitor on top too, and the come on. You don't need to do this. Remember, like, I had one for like a week. <laughs> yeah, and I don't even. I think you just bought it because it was cool. Yeah, but it like, yeah, it. I I don't know. I rain. You put it here. Influencers, influencers, influencers. Yeah, uh, you got rid of it though. I, I did. I did. Yeah. I didn't know Coward. if I wanted to complain about it. Yeah. Oh, but... I wonder why. I wonder why rain coward. <laughs> you want to get into it, huh? Yeah, you know what? Yeah, let's get into it. That'll be the. We'll wrap it up with that. Here's, here's my thing. Um, I, I actually made a tweet about this where I talked about like the influencer uh, hate thing. It's really funny because like so much of the uh, the influencer hate I feel like is actually I'll be I'll be more specific. I think it's really interesting when people hate on Disney influencers because I feel like there are like real Disney influencers and there are like the fake ones. And I feel like mm-hmm. all the real ones, 90 percent of them 
are like actually super cool and they're no different from i because i wouldn't count myself as an influencer some people do but so can i pause you yes which is an is a nice way to say can i interrupt you uh (laughs) (laughs) well because i i have something about this i was talking about this with kimmy about uh how i hate the word content right and i'm sure we all hate the word yeah so well kimmy's like well don't you make content i'm like no i make a show yeah i make or rain and i obviously we make an entertainment show okay and then there are tips and tricks and whatever that i would call content and i would probably call ordinary adventures and fresh baked content i know it's a vlog kind of thing but it's like that's like content level right because they're showing you just a real thing and they're just talking about the thing right it's not that you know they do good editing and they put music all that stuff but i like i don't know if that that's not a show right not that show is we we do such hard work here or anything just like this is a produced show it's edited whatever and then there's content it's that there are influencers so i'm doing air quotes uh that say like, sorry, I haven't put out content lately, but content is like, I'm holding a purse in front of the castle where it's like, I don't know. It's because there's so many people doing it and it's not even like people who have like brand deals, which that's like a whole other thing where you're just like doing the thing. I don't know. Go do what makes you happy. But it's like, that's just, you're just doing it to be popular. I think for a lot of people and again, do what you want, but now it's gotten to the point and a few listeners have written in, it's like, it kind of gets in your way. Like, not like I'm mad that people are doing this thing. It's that like, I can't even look at the castle because someone's just like, there's like 10 people doing all the same poses. And it's not like a family posing for a picture or whatever. It's like, hi, I'm hamming it up for my Instagram followers. And I think it's just, it's too much sometimes. And it's the, you know, people who yell at their vlogs or they're, they're putting on way too much of a character. And it's like, we're in a semi-public place. And it's like, there's, you know, the whole concept of main character energy and all that kind of stuff. And it's like, you know, people are like, oh, why don't you make a reel or a video about this? Like, I feel embarrassed doing it sometimes. Not like, <laughs> not like, oh, people are going to laugh at me. It's just like, no, I'm like looking at this thing. Oh, what's up, guys? I'm eating the paleta. You know, it's like I I, I gotta like tone it down with that. And uh, I think it's it's that you know you you can make generalizations all day, but there's people who are just I'm sorry, but there are just some some of them you're not providing like positive uh and you're not providing like a positive thing to the world. You're just like here. And it's like, come on, like, can we all just calm down a little bit, right? And everyone, not everyone, so many people, they're chasing, like, you know, income wherever they can, which I totally get because people don't have, you know, the best paying jobs and it sucks out there, especially for people who are not me. So I am not able to put myself in their shoes. So I get that. But it's like this, like, all right, you're just being an ad for someone now. And like, what are you doing for $40 right now? Like you're, you're, you're coming here and bothering me. There's the girl with the freaking firecracker in front of the castle. Like it, it's that. Oh, so- the candle. Yeah, man. Yeah, I remember that. I remember that. But it's see, that- like, that's exactly my point. Like to, to, to continue with my, my point is, cause yeah, actually, you, like, you're now totally, I want to hear you. Cause you're actually like totally supporting what I was trying to say. And that is like, 
when everyone is like, oh, influencers suck. It's like, and specifically when they talk about Disney influencers, because other type of influencers, that's one thing. But I want to talk specifically about Disney influencers because that's the type of influencer I know the most of. And like the thing about that is everything that people complain about, I'm like, right, but like my friends don't do that. And like all of my friends are real Disney influencers. These are people with 10,000 plus followers that work with Disney. It's all, everyone you're complaining about are the wannabes. The yeah, wannabes yeah, are yeah, the sure. actual problem. The ones holding up the line, the ones vlogging in your face, yelling are too loud, are talking over the rides, talking over the shows, pulling out firecrackers. Like, I don't know who that girl is. No one I know who knows who that girl is. Yeah. That's, that's who you, that's who everyone should really be up in arms with is the wannabes. <laughs> Because yeah, like, like the people, team. like like what what damage, what danger is fresh baked Disney doing to your so, Disney so going experience? You know that's what I mean. Anytime like, I critique even... fresh baked, I critique the content. But David is never bothering anyone at Disneyland. Yeah. He's chilling. He's quiet. Like you see him in the corner doing something, but you have <laughs> to like know that it's him. Exactly. Like, that's the thing is it's like all these like real Disney influencers. Yeah. They're not like everyone's like, oh, they're the ones that are taking the photo in front of the castle and holding up the line with Mickey and Minnie. It's like, no, they're over in the corner of Toontown at the one water fountain that no one uses taking photos. Yeah. It's never intrusive at all. Yeah. Like it uh, never is. We've met Ordinary Adventures once and I've seen their videos, but they're never in anyone's way. Uh, again, I don't know any of these people personally, so I'm not like, yeah. you know, yay or nay on any of them. Yeah. Uh, Magic Journeys, I like tease them about some of their shots, but like, again, they're not in any. <laughs> they, yeah. they were nice when I met them. Yeah, they're, they're not in anyone's way. I've seen them walk by me. They just look like any other couple walking by, right? Like, they're, it's, and they're, they're doing a thing. They're doing a real thing. Why did I say I watched their videos? Because they sit down and record the food and they're like, oh my God, it's so yummy. Like they describe it to me. Like, what is this? What what is the texture? What does this taste like? They're, they're, they're not they're not gonna describe it well, but they're doing it and no one yeah. else is. And you gotta give them credit for that. No, it's like sometimes I'm like, have you tried this thing? It's so tasty. And then it's gone. It's not that's not them. I'm saying those are like the other people. I'm like, what was this? Dude, Why did you do I, I, I am such a Magic Journeys, like, stan. Like, I watch every single one of their videos when it drops. And they'll, like, get a quesadilla. And it's like, wow, like, a birria quesadilla. Oh, it's so birria. And you can really taste the cheese. It's like, <laughs> all that they do is just describe what, yeah. what it is. Like, what's in it. <laughs> they never will tell you, like, oh, wow, this is way spicier than I thought it would be. It's never that. It's like... <laughs> Mmm, this cold brew. Mmm, the coffee. Mmm, nice. None of you out there even deserve my paleta reviews. All right, <laughs> just uh, keep them for yourself from now on. <laughs> no, yeah, like it's you gotta you gotta describe how it makes you feel. How there's too much of one thing or the other, and what other things does it taste like? Does anyone do either one of you know Steve 1989 MRE info? What? Oh, what yes. Yes, I have heard of this guy. This yeah, man, I haven't seen his, his content though. Okay, this man an MRE opens, reviewer, right? Yeah, he yeah, reviews yeah, yeah. MREs. I urge you, watch any of them that isn't a 24-hour ration. Uh cuz <laughs> no, cuz those have a lot of like it's not his fault. It's just a lot of crackers and prepackaged stuff. When totally. he's got to like crack open <clears throat> a pouch of like 
chicken burrito bowl and rehydrate it and reheat it in a in a hot pouch or whatever. The way this man describes food, I you can taste it. You can taste it. <laughs> awesome. And he's like super cool guy. Like he loves, he doesn't get political about anything. He doesn't really talk about the military. All he'll say is like, this would be really good if you've been running around all day and you got to be up at night. Like that's it, right? And he's like, but that's great. Yeah, that's great. Like, I need a review like that. I don't need you to tell me that the quesadilla is cheesy. I'm sure it is. (laughs) I'm sure that it is. (laughs) Like I said, I love them so much. But that's the one thing I'm like, if I had a note for them, like work on work on your food reviewing skills. But at least like they're showing you a video of the food and the different components and whatever. And it's like, you know. I'm a I'm a curmudgeon where in every world they're just like, you know, no one's recording anything at Disneyland anymore. But it's that, yeah, you're everyone, you know, it's like when six year olds are like, I want to be a YouTuber when I grow up. And it's like, dude, that ship has sailed. Sorry. Like, and yeah, maybe one of you, you know, don't let your dreams be dreams and all that. But it's like there is so many people. I don't want to tell people not to try, but it's like they're not trying, <laughs> you know? Like, if if you're gonna try, just do it and, and do it for real. But like, they no people aren't always putting in the work, and they're just standing in front of things, taking a picture. The content is me standing here, and it's like it's not even content. It's just a post. It's just a social media post. Like even the word content, which is almost like this throwaway like blanket term, is like some people don't even deserve to call their stuff that. I'm sorry but i'm not like it's what do you get what are you getting in my way for you know dude that's Uh, what's so funny about the way that i approach content on my tiktok account because the way that i do content is like a a really good way to describe it is like i whenever i'm deciding on what content i want to make i always try to make the content that i'm like this is not the first thing that like most content creators would think of covering, but I know this is the thing that people really care about. Yeah. And like I feel like couple- a perfect example of that is um, Brie was invited to the Disney 100 event <laughs> this year at the beginning of this year. And I tied the Londoners are plus one. And my content that I did, did significantly better than a lot of other people's content there because everyone else was coming, coming, to this summer at Disneyland, the new uh, Two Tone Mickey Runaway Railway ride. Look at the look at the the props in the queue, and look, there's Mickey Mouse, and look, it's the ride, just like a Walt Disney World that you've already seen for years and years and years. Right, nothing new, and it's like, yeah, okay, everyone knows that. Like, no one cares. I stood there and I looked around and I was like, I wonder if the effects are still working in Toontown. And I just ran around the land and I was like, let's check if all the effects are working. And my video did so much better because everyone in the comments was like, yes, this is what I wanted to see. This is what I've been wondering for like a year now. And it's like yeah, so yeah. funny because everyone was standing in front of Runaway Railway and no one, it, the, the land, the rest of the land was a ghost town. All the media was standing in the front of the, of, of the ride. And I just got to walk around through an empty tune town being like, yep, look, everything's working and working better than ever. They updated the sounds and everything. Yeah. Kimmy and I went on Runaway Railway just like finally one day, right? Uh, and I think it was when you can kind of roam around, but Toontown wasn't open and it was like, oh yeah, let's, let's see if like the door still does whatever. Let's go see, 
uh, oh, there's a little dog in the window. It's like the, the official seal of tomorrow. And we didn't make content out of it. We were just like looking around. And it's like, yeah, you want to see that stuff because the dorks are watching, right? And the way you yeah. described, I think, when you went on Cosmic Rewind, it sounds like you, when you're making something, you're in the kitchen and cooking. You're cooking. You're not, you know, you're not throwing it in the microwave. You're there. You get in a couple spices, right? You're chopping a couple things finely. Like you're get you're getting it going. And yeah, it's look. We we all know. Like we all see the the code word Disney's who compile everything for us and all this kind of stuff. And then there's just like I'm just a person taking pictures and I want lots of likes. So maybe Dooney and Burke can give me a free bag. You know, it's like can we? We could a chill. Difference. And I got yeah. my whole other thing on like, you know, being, you know, you work with a company and you're basically their, their advertising platform, but it's like, when we all know what's up, it's fine. Right. One way or another, we're going to get advertised too. But, um, yeah, it's just get out of my way. <laughs> you know, <laughs> I just, I just, at the end of the day, get out of our way. Yeah. I just want to relax. Right. We're just here to have fun, but you know what? I know we've been going on and this is now, this is just a philosophical thing. But wait, while we're still in the negative realm, can I share my overrated list? Yeah. In a second, in a second. Depart. Okay. okay. I'm, not okay, moving okay. On. I'm not moving on. Oh, no, okay, no, no, no. Okay, okay. no okay. that wasn't a segue. That wasn't a segue. I was like, I gotta just... stop the segue. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. 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 Don't worry. I, I would have asked. So it's that so many people are not there to just have fun and enjoy it anymore. And it's like you're crowding up the reservation system, you're crowding up the seats on the rides and the tram, and all you're doing is you're here to record, and you're not really even. It's not even like your job. You're just trying to make it this thing you do, and it's like, yeah, they, you know, the, like the people who are recording their character interactions because they want to talk for a long time and have a funny conversation. It's like, dude, that three year old has been wanting to meet Mickey Mouse since he was a year old, right? For one, two thirds of his life, and you won't stop talking for youtube like come on let's get it going because there's a long line of kids we're all going to cry when uh you know clarabelle comes out instead of mickey it's just so. awareness there are so many influencers that just completely just lack awareness because i mean to be fair like the thing is like what's hard about being a good like a good influencer a responsible influencer is like that part that you were saying about like the hey i'm gonna try out this new thing like doing that already is such a barrier to get over that is like ugh. You know, like it just feels like if you're someone who is a self-aware person, like that just feels like so gross and disgusting to step over it. But then the problem is people just completely slam down that barrier and then they have no barrier. They're like, let me slam down the barrier so that I can do this. But then I'm going to stand in front of Mickey Mouse and take up 10 minutes of his time when there's a three-year-old behind me. So it's just like this interesting thing. Um, And uh, yeah, I feel like also the biggest thing too, going back to Disney vloggers, Dude, and this goes for both codes. It's like, hey guys, do a take two. Do a take two on, <laughs> on that review. Like, you know what I mean? Like, I'll watch the videos and I'm baffled because for me, I'm like, dude, when you watch my videos, it's like take 30. If you hear me do a narration. Oh, on TikTok. It's like take 30, dude. Yeah. Because yeah, every yeah, yeah. time okay. I'm like, I'm like, I sound that sounded stupid. Nope, that's dumb. I'm not going to end it like that. No, I'm not going to do this. Like, and I just don't understand. I'm like, how? That's me doing voiceover. How are you filming yourself? And you're like, yep, that's perfect. I'm going to put it in the video. The the couple edited reels that I did, I sat up here 
with my mic plugged into my phone on Adobe Premiere Rush, and I recorded the voiceover eight or nine times. Like, because, yeah, you, you now it's like you are muting everything and listening to the voice. Like, come on, don't sound like crap. That's rule number one. Uh, now, the last thing I was going to say, the, the big co- the compliment we always get. So those of you who write in and you're like, I like that the two friends talk about how uh, they enjoy Disneyland and it sounds like they're hanging out. It's because we go to Disneyland and we have fun and then we just happen to talk about it once a week. L- after. after. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so uh, let me say the last two things that just suck, uh, but they're not big discussions. Uh, and then, yeah, I, I wanted your overrated list anyway. That was going to be the whole end segment. Uh, human characters that are masked. Yep. No explanation needed. That cool Jafar at Sweetheart's Night. Let's get that going. Shout, right. shout out to the em- Wiggles. Employ, employ the bushy eyebrowed men. Let's do it. Uh, and then, <laughs> like, uh, the I'm last thing. This last one. The New Orleans one. Right? Yeah. Or what do you, yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. They re- remember how they dropped down all those planters at New Orleans? Right. They just put like plain parking structure pavement mm. with like it's got the little, you know, the anti-slip pattern, which is fine, right? And these smooth borders at these square edges of pavement with no theming whatsoever. And this is like in a world where they painted on bricks at the Toontown entrance. And it's like you guys couldn't do anything like you know, Adventureland has the fake rock stuff, and this is just like we just made a grid in New Orleans Square. Like, yeah. I don't know. It's I'm fine that they leveled it and whatever. I get it. They have to do it. It's not so small. It can't have as much character as it used to. But like, you could have done a little more with the floor. That's all. It just I think it sucks, and it's more of like the do better episode I want to do. But like, come on, it's it's why are you guys slipping? You know, they shouldn't be. So, Matthew, what is overrated? Oh, okay. Got a big, long list. I'll, I'll actually go from the bottom up. Um, a lot of these things I've already talked about this episode, like merch. I wrote spirit jerseys, right? Mm-hmm. Um, it's going to get hot. I hope you all are ready. <laughs> uh, land. Uh, let's just get right into it. Galaxy's Edge. Galaxy's Edge is a land where if you're not spending five hundred dollars, there's nothing to do, and it's. But is it overrated? I think so because people think it's the, the the greatest, like God's greatest gift to humanity. People think it's like the greatest land ever made, and actually, I think it's objectively one of the worst lands ever made. It I've only heard up. negative things about it. If anything, I'm the one who likes it the most, and even I'm like, there isn't much to do. I just kind of like the atmosphere a little bit. I feel like that's going to be a big theme of this list because there are a couple things that I was I was like telling Bree, my girlfriend, about this list. She was like, I've never heard anyone say. I'm like, literally, I only hear positive things about A, B, C, or D that I have on my list. Really? To me, for me, like the people around in my circles, like for the past few years, are just nothing but like Galaxy's Edge is the greatest gift to Disneyland. Wow. And all I can say is just negative things about it. Um, I was so excited for that, for that land, and I'm the biggest Star Wars fan, and it's just too big. It's it's such a massive waste of space. There are so many areas of the land where it's just like, why why is there a why is there the Irvine Spectrum food court over here? You should just be <laughs> scattering stalls everywhere. It like it makes no sense. And then yeah, there's just nothing to do. Like it's like. 
oh, well, there is. There is the Money Falcon ride. I've already done it a hundred times, and it's the same mission over and over again, and nothing changes. I'm okay. Um, don't think Rise is all that. I think it's fine. Um, I think that the queue experience far is far superior to the ride experience. Um, and then, yeah, it's like, oh, well, you could build a lightsaber. Oh, really? I'm just going to drop $200 every time I go to Disneyland? There's nothing to do. It is slowly but surely in teeny tiny increments getting better with them throwing in so much new food all of the time, the food which I is, really it, appreciate. The food yeah. is phenomenal. Which I really appreciate. Every time, it's always some delicious little snack or treat that comes out of nowhere. That is like, yeah. great. It's never motivated. It's never like, you know, it, with the release of the new season of Mandalorian, it's just like, hey, here's a Haritos with cream on top of it. Enjoy. Great. Yeah. So I appreciate that. I appreciate them trying with the Bounty Hunter game. At least that's something. And now, finally, more characters like the Mandalorian and Grogu are awesome. Genuinely awesome. Um, but that is just tiny little things with the just massive problems that that land has. And just the massive missed opportunity that that land was. Okay, so. Parking lot. Toy Story. I do not understand why there is such a huge group of people. Especially, especially y'all can understand this being a tram-themed podcast. Why would you pick the bus over the tram? Why would you pick being out in an extra, add 10 more degrees, 30 more degrees to your parking lot experience? Yeah. Because it's just open air, cement, you know, pavement, what have you. I'm no gonna... music, no theming, no vibes. More, more inconvenient as well. Dude, you're not doing overrated. You're just doing Disneyland sucks. And that's that's great. You just say it. You, it's like you're almost like, I'm just saying it's overrated. No, no, no. It's it's with a it little splash of overrated too. Sucks. Sucks. <laughs> Galaxy's Edge sucks. Grand California Hotel sucks. I'm putting that as my most overrated hotel because people be loving it and it does not deserve the love that it gets. Because let me tell you. As a hotel. As a hotel. As an uh, area, I really like it. Vibes, sure, great. But if you put any Walt Disney World hotel into Disneyland Resort, instantly would become irrelevant. Buffet, whack. Napa Rose, mid. Mid. That, that's fair. The bar, that's fair. the bar and grill area with the attached restaurant, mid. It was great the like day it opened. That yes, I agree. <laughs> I agree. Something happened. I was yeah. like, am I crazy or was this place good? Yeah, I, I used to sit at the bar yeah. and just have the best time. And now it's like, eh. lobby vibes are going downhill as, ever since um, we lost out on uh, live piano. And now that they decided to do this weird lobby dining experience thing where now you can't get any seating anywhere. Listen, listen. Worst part too is that they're really the the monorail really ought to stop in the Grand Californian as well. Yeah, it really does feel like they were I planning on doing it and then they just didn't for some reason at the last minute. People take forever to get on and off that thing, and I think it's okay. Is Walt Disney World standing? 
Standing and sitting. It's a mix. It's yeah. We don't have standing available, so we're all shuffling around. Yeah. And then you're right. Like, it is it is an awkward, like kind of cramming and experience. You gotta get like the ECVs in there and then you put mm-hmm. the ramp on there and then they I gotta a, go around the corner. My monorail redesign, real quick, would be uh moving walkway loading. And you just basically combine the people mover with the monorail. You take every car and you make it one. Door opens. All right. You have all this time to load. All right. Doors mm. close and it takes off. Mm. Interesting. X ultra efficiency. Um, fireworks. Mickey's mix magic. I do not understand how that firework show has such a fan base. I think it is <laughs> horrible. There is no storyline and all of the music is terrible, outdated, cringy dubstep remixes that are not even good. It'd be one thing if it was outdated dubstep remixes and they were good, but they're not. I like them, but only as they remind me reminded me of when I was in high school and that is when those remixes were posted on YouTube. So that's the whole vibe. Like but it it stayed yeah. way too long. That should have been a little seasonal thing. It was, you know, the little Mickey birthday celebration. The yeah. original song, though, sucks. Get Your yeah. Ears On is worse than the remixes. Because it suffers from, this is like how you can tell that something sucks at a theme park. If the thing orders you to feel a certain way. Like, when can we do this again? Yeah. When can we? I'm trying to think through the lyrics. Can we do this again? Uh, I hope this night never ends. No, but it doesn't tell you to like jump up. Oh, that's what you smile. Got it. Got it. To to cry like if 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 a a work of art, (laughs) whether that be music or a show or whatever it is, (laughs) if it tells you how to feel, it sucks. Like automatically, it's the worst thing ever. Happy by Pharrell. And they tell you like, get your ears on. It's a good time. Don't tell me it's a good time. Make it a good time. Mm, yeah, I get that. You know, I, yeah. Mickey's Mix Magic. I, I honestly, I liked it like twice because it was fun to see like people dancing, but then like people stopped dancing because we heard it over and over again. Yeah. Uh, and Un Poco Loco is just the worst of them all. The worst. It of actually it's, is it's actually the worst. Not one. even on beat. It's not it, like they they don't even do like a Latin beat. Like they, Un Poco Loco could have been the most fire one. Yeah, and there's and like went, a whole with some crazy like reggaeton like yeah, and there's even like, like a out like, of left field would have been amazing, but it's like yeah. this weird like on two and four beat that completely goes throws off the song. I don't know. That's no, there awesome. there was a whole era of EDM with like Moombaton stuff and all that. Like it was yeah. it would they could have found something or had someone do it if that's what they're going for, but they, they didn't. Uh, I I think the uh, I don't know. It has its fun moments, but I also was like in that mu- into that music for a period of time. Uh, yeah, not not remixes. You have a little nostalgia. The, the genres, the genres. Genre. Like I was, sure, I was sure. in the Skrillex when people were like, "Who is that? And why are you listening?" To <laughs> like that's my hipster moment because of RJ. But like, you know, so I re- get reminded of that time. But it's also like, yeah, they don't. EDM doesn't even sound like this anymore. That's that's what kind of threw me off. It was like I do I did enjoy it. I did think 
it worked as a i mean before this is before wondrous journeys uh oh. it worked as a non-fireworks thing for the kids i feel like because it was projections? it was so projection heavy anyway and it's just like music and lasers it was like okay but now like wondrous journeys with or without projections is awesome so or with oh, or without yeah. pyro Slaps. is awesome oh yeah that's what bothered me so much about sweetheart's night is it was windy so instead of giving us wondrous journeys without pyro they gave us mixed magic and we walked away and went to the royal ball <laughs> yeah that sucks <laughs> like it made um, no sense to me. live show frozen at the hyperion i never saw it but it didn't look good to me it was horrible I like- I thought it was, thought it was absolutely terrible in every way. And like, it, it was just it, like, there's so many times, right. Where it's like, you know, people are like, Oh, you're an old man yelling at cloud for being like the, the original version was better. But like, there's just so many cases at Disney where like, that's the case. And like frozen is, is the most frustrating of all of them because it's like, actually, why did you get rid of Aladdin? Yeah. that made, it, it was, too it was, late. it was so yeah. popular. And it was only gaining popularity because of social media. Yeah, could you imagine the rise right of now? social media revitalized that show because everyone was like, "Oh my god, what's the genie going to say today?" Yeah. And they decided then let's replace this with Frozen, which is in every way a worse show. They tried making way. Olaf the genie, but it didn't work. No, Olaf's too dumb. Yeah. Olaf is not, but it's just they're completely different. Olaf is like, I'm silly, goofy, and the genie yeah. is like. I'm going to make a million references because I was the first character to do this. And because Robin Williams is the only person that could get away with this. And it's basically Robin Williams, the character, nothing else can do that. The genie can get away with that and nothing else. And yeah, there's just, it's just horrible in every way. It's just a worse show in every way. And the worst part too, is that it's like longer, but it tells the story worse of frozen worse than Aladdin (laughs) told the story of Aladdin. Yeah. So I could go on and on about how it's just it's just the biggest downgrade. Um, sit down, Blue Bayou. We talked about it. Mm-hmm. Um, quick service. Uh, we also talked about it. Pizza Planet. Why? Listen, I won't get into it. But look up look say, up Tramon worst foods of Disneyland on uh on Google Images and t- <laughs> look at the art. <laughs> all I'll say is that it, it it's a thing that. person that has only been to disneyland once will turn to you and go oh the pizza pizza plant is pretty good that is every person that has been to disneyland once that thinks that like freaking star tours is real i don't know um ride i'm gonna say i have it written down here i'm gonna say web slingers yeah it sucks it sucks yeah because it sucks and it just too short basically i just the way i decided like what would be the most overrated ride was i was like i think this was this just this past saturday when i made this list i was like what has the longest wait right now at the disneyland resort at 5 30 p.m on a saturday and it was it was web slingers wow and i was like that sucks that actually sucks um the one nice thing that i'll say about that ride is that it does deliver on the promise of being a superhero it does deliver on the promise of like being a superhero better than both Star Wars rides deliver on the promise of like actually doing things that you would want to do in a Star Wars movie if you were actually in a Star Wars movie. Um, and that is like doing the, you know, 
slinging webs and if you get the attachments oh now you can be iron man oh now you can be like just even that little thing it's like it doesn't even matter how bad the execution is just the fact that you can do that is still better than like I don't know, your slow tour through Rise of the Resistance. It's like, oh yeah, this is like what I always wanted to do in Star Wars was like get yelled at by people. I don't know. It's like, and then it's like I think back on original Star Tours with Rec, Captain Rex saying, I always wanted to do this, we're going in. And just thinking like, yeah, they got it. Like that's the that's the one time that Disney was like, this is what people want out of a Star Wars ride. That and um when Hondo is like, all right, now pull the flashing lever and make the jump to light speed. It's like, those are the only two times where it's like, yes. Yeah. What, you know? Freddie said something like this. Oh, he said that hyperspace mountain fulfills his star Wars fantasy more than rise does. Specifically yeah. the, the Paris one though. Right. The Paris oh, one. Yeah. The, the, Paris Paris one of the, the barrel rolls and all that. Yeah. The Paris one rips. Cause here's the thing, right? The, the Disneyland one's super fun. What is the be- what is the best part of the Disneyland one? No, Hyperspace Mountain sucks. It's it's when you shoot and you hit the Star Destroyer and you go down and you hear the music. That's my favorite part. Yeah. Or like one of the best parts is like at least like whenever I would take people on it, the part that would make them scream the loudest is watch out, they're right behind you. Rip the corner, ba 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 and the lasers fly past you for the first time. <laughs> because it's something just like so unexpected because it's like for the first time it's like you know it's like oh it's something that's actually happening to you rather than just a roller coaster theme to star wars music and you're kind of looking at star wars things it's like no actually we are under attack dude they do that in the paris version and it is so much more intense because it feels like the lasers are ripping through you because since you're compact in this little tiny tiny thing they put the lasers right over your head Hmm. and they do it in the barrel roll and you just scream your head off because it's just the coolest thing um but uh yeah the last thing that i have on here of my overrated list is i was like what else should i put i was like a bathroom no a bar no snack i'm putting for my snack the chili cone queso from cars land yeah Hmm, that's fair i i agree people are like oh have you heard of the chili con queso yes i've heard of the chili con queso and i think it's actually the most disgusting thing that you can get at disneyland i think it's i I, if you were literally like hot hot dog or chili con queso i would pick the hot dog hot dog's not disgusting it's just like why right well that's what i'm saying is like i i think that the chili con queso is that bad and even worse, the only decent part is the Fritos and the chili on the inside or whatever. That's another thing. The best one of the chili con quesos, of the con quesos, is the chili con queso. Every other version is, is, is horrible. Oh, wait, wait. You're just saying one. all the cones. Just the cones. Just all of oh, them. Oh, they, you, they, you, they you're all saying horrible. the booth. Okay. Yeah, throw the booth away because the cone itself is absolutely disgusting. Oh wow! Uh, okay, the bread. It's the like it's like it's like the sandwich. Yeah. Yeah. Sorry, sorry, Kevin. Um, yeah, yeah. It's like if you took a pretzel and you were like, "What if it didn't have salt or butter?" Or it tastes like a pretzel. If, and or it tastes like a pretzel. <laughs> and what if it was hard as hell? I've had one good one that I want back, and it was Pixar Fest, and it was a spaghetti and meatballs. 
and it was like these spicy turkey meatballs and it wasn't spaghetti it was like pasta and it had like crisped parmesan the bread tasted different i swear i can't get with it uh but the last two i've had are very disappointing uh the popcorn one is better so you what would it what what cone would you like Oh, let's that's pretend a good question. You, like if I could, could, if I could fill up a cone. Yeah, a pretzel cone. Let's say, or just assume it was good. What a would pretzel, you put in the cone? cone in particular? Honestly, you know, it'd be really good. Um, the queso fundido from the Festival of Holidays booth. If you could just load mm. that up with that, like Oaxaca <laughs> cheese and the and the chorizo, like the plant based chorizo. If you just load it up and just make that a vessel for that. That, I'm that would, I'd be down. I'm down. I still wouldn't eat the cone. I would still go over and grab some <laughs> chips somewhere. Um, but that would be lovely. <laughs> Ooh, what about a breakfast cone? Okay. Like, like eggs, cheese, bacon. Like, like a skillet inside of the inside Yeah, of the cone. yeah, yeah. Some, uh, uh, not bad. It's not bad. Like maybe tiny tater tots or something. I know it's not really big enough for that. But uh, what if the cone was made of hash brown? And then you put has oh, greasy, and then, you, yeah. and then like it, the cone is made of hash brown, like lined with cheese, like the grilled cheese burrito with some eggs and bacon. I just that's like that. Oh, that's also my least favorite type of like food food vessel is the cone. It's a novelty. I, I, hate, I hate anything in a cone. It is a novelty, oh. and in practice, and practically, it, it it sucks. Even like ice cream cones, I don't like. I don't like eating ice cream in cones. I always get ice cream in a cup because. There's just something about the way that you have to bite down on the cone that is just like not satisfying at all. I have an underbite, so uh, it's not fun at all. I just really, that's the smell of a fresh waffle cone that gets me. Yeah. And, you know yeah, what? That's... I just had a waffle cone at Disneyland for the first time the other day, and I was like, this I get. This They're I good. get. Like, that is not overrated. I get yeah. I get that. And you see the little Mickey's in it? Yeah, and the little Mickey's on the edge. Yeah, because like, they're oh, fresh. Man. They're fresh. You, they, oh, yeah. You know, anything they're, fresh they're really is, is usually good. So the cones. Cones, yeah. Yeah, I can't I can't defend the cones. Because you know what? Everyone else is like, oh, the Dole Whip and all the churros and all that. Like, look, there's something good about all those things. Yeah. Turkey legs, I get it. But, like, that, that is, like, everyone talks about that. I was like, what is something that, like, people don't really talk about that? I'm like, that is overrated. And that's why I said the cones. Hmm. My second, my my runner up for that would be Dole Whip floats, but that's I'm more. Not a Dole Whip guy. I'm not a Dole Whip guy at all. I agree, because like the Dole Whip floats in particular, it just it, my brain, it tricks my brain into thinking I'm having a soggy Dole Whip. That's the vibe. It's weird. Mm. There should never be. You should never do a float of the same flavor where the liquid and the and the ice cream are the same flavor. If that makes sense. Yeah, that does make sense. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. It's like, it just like, it's weird. I don't know. I wonder if in the future, we got to find a couple of top 10 somethings at Disneyland articles. Mm. And then do an, and then, and then do an. Tear it up. Yeah. (laughs) Not say where they came from. We won't read the whole article, but like, that's where we find what people think is popular or, or, or rated high. And then we, that's our overrated episode. Like we can actually do a separate overrated episode. Or uh, ask everyone in the audience, what's your favorite thing? 
and uh just trash on it trash on everyone (laughs) i think i yeah (laughs) i think i actually want to do an episode uh we we gotta like ask for it like 10 weeks in advance like what do you disagree with that we say like something where like we got to defend like something Uh, that we say here all the time yeah like like tram fam come after us and if you heard this right now if you write in with that i will save it so if you write in with like uh i'm coming after you i will save it for a future episode but uh yeah we got i think we should do that like uh we're wrong you know episode i don't know any final hot takes rain uh just the last one i didn't get to talk about but i because i deleted it but uh i just wish the switchbacks on in fantasy land were bigger that's it all right fair enough uh do i have any it sucks Hmm. the green beans Hmm. it ruins the plaza and dinner you can do better with the green beans they suck squeaky Sorry, Raven and Joel. <laughs> All right. I think that is it for our Big Thunder topic of the week. Disneyland does suck. All right. Rain said you got to go, Matthew? Or? Uh, soonish. Uh, I can do a wrap up real quick. Yeah. Well, okay. So should we record one last bite and then we'll come back? Do we have it so good since it takes so long? Yeah, we can do that. You, does that sound I good? Can. Matthew? Sure. Yeah. Because you like One Last Bite, right? That's your... Yeah. Yeah, because reading all these and then we have our trips, It's that'll probably take another like 10 something minutes, but One Last Bite, we can do something real Let's quick. Let's do it. Let's do it. Okay. It's time for We Have It So Good. Are we in the Tram Fam? Talk about our trips to Disneyland and what's bringing us joy lately. Right in with your trip recaps at tramman.com slash ask. Rain, is any media bringing you joy lately? Uh, not that I want to talk about today. All right. Then we will move on. Although RJ did ask, are you going to me? Are you going to play Star Wars Ultimate trading card game? And I said, no, I will not. Same. I, I will not be playing that. Lorcana, though, all he, day. He doesn't believe in Lorcana. Oh, my friend. Cool. I'm going cool. to read his comment. I'm going to read his comment. Lorcana is going to fail. Because its target audience is millennials that play trading card games, and they're already spread pretty thin. And the Star Wars one is definitely going to fail. I'm gonna say that Lorcana is gonna be in the top two. A lot of people are saying top three. I'm saying top two. It's gonna be Pokemon, Lorcana, and then Magic. That's impossible. It can't catch up with Magic. It'll catch up. That's psychotic. But okay. Mm-hmm. But okay. Eduardo writes in. Hey, so for my We Have It So Good is Lamplight Lounge. Lamplight Lounge is relaxing, has a good, pleasant vibe. The food is super delicious, and the prices aren't as bad. You're not drinking yet, buddy. Uh, I went the other day and had the Kung Pao Bows, and they were super delicious and spicy. Wish we had a bit more deliciouser. He, he knows what he's doing here. Food at the parks. You certainly can't go wrong with Lamplight Lounge. I think he's right. I think he's right. Yeah, for sure. Glad you had a good time. Tori writes in. Viv, Rory, and I had a fun Sunday afternoon at Disneyland. We decided to take a lift rather than drive. We arrived at around 12, and everything was pretty much a walk-on. We did Indy, Star Tours, Splash, Jungle Cruise. 
Space let us down a bit. It stated a 30-minute wait time, but it ended up being an hour. Definitely we'll plan on using Single Rider in the future. On our way out, we enjoyed pretzels as we waited for our driver to pick us up. It had a great time and might look into having Lyft for future trips. It was convenient to be dropped off and picked up at the front of the park and was about the same price for parking in the structure. Overall, it was a great trip. Looking forward to more in the future. Nice. Yeah, I think they have Enchant Keys, and that's Toy Story only, right? Uh, the discount is only Toy Story, yeah. And 25%. Yeah, and 25%. Yeah, if it was like 25% Toy Story only and Toy Story was cheaper, then maybe it would be more worth it, but it's not cheaper. It's yeah. the same as Mickey and Friends. But glad you guys had fun. Glad you guys have Magic Keys again. Or passes. Uh, I think Rory... So Rory is her husband. hes I don't think he's ever had a pass. Or if he did, it was a long time ago. So uh, it's going to be fun hanging out with them. For sure. Because um, I've been seeing their ride photos. I'm like, yeah, that's good. Um, So I went Friday. So Kimmy and her sister Kayla were there all day. America showed up a, like a few hours later. And then I showed up. Uh, I left work an hour early because like I did everything. I don't know if I sent it to you, Rain. I had no emails in my inbox. No, uh, no. I had no oh. emails and I paid everyone. And I was like, time to go. That sounds like a 2023 Friday. If I've ever heard of one. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> All right. So, uh, I got there around four ish. They were in single rider for radiator Springs. So I like book, I walked not ran as fast as I could. And like, cut every single person in the single rider line and one guy was jokingly giving me a hard time like my friends are right there and he's like it's single rider i'm like yeah but i'm gonna stand with them and he's like just get but he was laughing it was like two dads with beers so uh yeah it was all cool um radiator springs racers is awesome especially when at the end you get uh, uh not that i was gonna call him mclovin uh what's his name lightning mcqueen says uh, wow Great job, everyone. <laughs> so after that, we did Mater's, which is always fun. Some kid ate it, though, before. Dude, I, I don't know why I'm bringing this oh, up. Yeah. It's kind of sad. Uh, anyways, uh, we ate. I think right after that, we went to Pim Test Kitchen. So Kimmy got that new kebab thing, uh, which was a little bit dry. I got the salmon poke pretzel. So it's actually cooked salmon with like avocado sauce and this wasabi mayo. Dude, all horseradish, no mayo, basically. Okay. My nose was tingling. Wow. But it was also like kind of fun. The pretzel was a little dry. I realized it's an atomic pretzel. It's a normal sized pretzel. The quantum oh. pretzel is the big boy. It's the big boy. Okay. So I kind of wasn't full, but I'm like, I'll, I'll find some snacks later on, right? Uh, then I'm trying to think in what order we did things. So we were looking for a snack. Uh, we couldn't find anything. And on the way, we we're just kind of walking. And I'm like, oh, let's try the lemon chiffon cake that the whole tram fam had. <laughs> so we walk all the way there. But before that, we hopped on Golden Zephyr. And we actually heard an announcement. If the wind alarm goes off, we will stop the ride and not continue. So it has like a little wind alarm. And you could see the little thing spinning up there. But uh, they did not have the lemon chiffon. They had a strawberry cheesecake. And they said they phased out the lemon chiffon. Oh, wow. But he said okay. he believes it's, it's available at other places. But then yeah. by the, before we got to the other places, 
we went back to America and Kayla because they were eating the quesadilla. And I was like, you know what? Today's the day. Non-dairy hot fudge Sunday at Ghirardelli. Uh, it's been like 10 years since I've had a Sunday. What'd you think? Dude, it was delicious. It was so good. So it's almond-based. So there's no coconut nonsense going on, no soy nonsense going on. So it's uh, almond ice cream. It's vanilla, though. It tastes like vanilla ice cream, like a light ice cream almost, but it was creamy. It wasn't icy. So how do you get a bunch of chocolate with no milk in it, no dairy? All of it was dark. So it was a dark hot fudge, which I loved. There was some bitterness to it, which Kimmy wasn't a big fan of, but I, I love dark chocolate. So imagine a sweet, cold ice cream and like hot, dark fudge. The whipped cream, I know it's a whipped topping, was actually like taste fatty. Like it didn't taste like a like disgusting steak. cool whip. Yeah. yeah. The yeah. nuts were a good touch, like the little crunch. And then the, the square was a dark chocolate square. There's no milk. So uh, I would get this again, although it was $16. Uh, that's how much I think the Sundays are, right? Uh, yeah. Unless the yeah, non-dairy cost more. It did take a while for them to make it. Like other orders were going. I don't know if they're like a different person prepares it for allergies. Um, it does just say non-dairy, not allergy or whatever, but it, it could be the case. But I liked it. I would get it again, uh, even with that cost. Um, then we did Web Slinger Single Rider, which took a while. Because I think the the ride kept breaking down, but not really. Like, just like was stuttering or something. So I kept seeing like the maintenance dudes going back and forth, but our whole ride experience was fine. I mean, as fine as web slingers could be, but the unloading it kept pausing at like awkward angles, and then it would like go move again and then move again. It was really weird, uh, but it was fun. I believe. I don't think I'm missing anything. America left at that point, or we walked her to the front, and then we did Animation Academy, where there was Stitch, which I've never drawn before. Turns out Stitch is a lot like, uh, what's his face? Grogu? Mm, so, uh, it was, I can see the shape. Yeah, they, they, they mentioned it. So I'm only saying this because, well, you, you guys will see why. So Kimmy kept saying, like, like, I normally do very well at Animation Academy. And she's like, why does it look like that? What is this weird shape, right? And, it, and I was, like, not feeling it, whatever. But I'm like, don't worry, don't worry, don't worry. And I believe I won her poll 100% out of her, Kayla, and me. Because, uh, I voted for you. I voted for you. Because right at the end, oh, yeah, it's all coming together, as it always does for Animation Academy. You get that final touch. And I was like, that's Stitch. The ears are a little wonky. I know. There's always some, the eyes were uneven. But... I think I drew a pretty good stitch. Uh, that was good. Better than uh, I thought it was going to turn out because I messed up a few things. But yeah. then it's almost like if you mess up, but you know how you mess. I'm not saying I'm a good. I'm not good at drawing or anything. Just if you kind of get how you messed up and you adjust the rest of it, you can kind of save it. So like the eyes were a little too big. So you know you don't darken the lines till the end. I made the head bigger and changed the shape halfway through. And then fit everything to that because, you know, you can't really go back. But, uh, yeah. Then uh, we asked Kayla what she wanted to do. We were going to cross over, but wait times are high. She wanted a drink. And I'm like, we got to go to Trader Sam's. And uh, we got the piranha pool, which was awesome. Uh, delicious. Yeah. Absolutely It goes down way too easy. Sat there for like a good hour maybe. At, this is a Tongaroa Terrace. We couldn't get in the Trader Sam's, but the walk-up was open. I should have ordered food. 
but uh yeah i will be ordering food at a uh, strong water i keep thinking it's storm water or something strong water yeah, yeah. uh the, is the food good delicious okay good good delicious all right uh but yeah had an awesome fun trip nice. uh, i was supposed to meet up with andrea but like we were like having like family time so i was like andrea next time you come down you let us know and the intent will be to hang, hang out like instead of like we'll meet up on on our own separate hangouts like we will we will hang out so uh so we will do that but uh yeah still had a great time seemed like andrea had a great weekend too aren't you right in aren't you right in i don't know rain how was your uh how was your sunday i i guessed it was sunday kimmy thought you you took uh work off and i was like no 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 i think this no, is no, i i went on sunday uh we had the reservation for a while and uh so we made it with heidi and ricky brandy's um uncle and, and aunt and uh we were like, you know what? Let's shoot for lamplight reservations. I'm going to wake up and just start refreshing, refreshing, refreshing. I ended up getting them at 1045 in the morning. Wow. So wow. I, I don't know how I got it, but I, I ended up getting it. Um, so we got there uh, around 10 o'clock or so. Heidi actually made the wrong reservation. She made it for Disneyland. I'm like, man, I got a lamplight reservations, blah, blah, blah. She went up to the gate and said, look, we have lamplight reservations. I need to get in. It's 10 o'clock, right? Casper was like, yeah, no, right? She's like, let me talk to your lead. Lead came over and said, one time, one time exception and let her in. Let her park hop early. <laughs> so there's a park hop early button. Yeah, there is. There is. Um, so we went first to Web Slingers. Uh, on the way to Web Slingers, because they had never done it before, um, on the way there, they had the Spider-Man show, and I finally saw the Spider-Man. Hey! After years, dude. Years. Literally, was, yeah. It's been yeah, two I was years. Fu- finally able to see it. Uh, went on Web Slingers, had a good time. Was, was for... it cool? That was cool. Yeah, it was great. It was great. It's exactly what I thought it was. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Ricky ended up beating me on the on, on Web Slingers, which is fine. Whatever. Um, we went from there and booked it over to Lamplight. Uh, ordered the Chilaquiles. Uh, and the potato flautas, they were both next level. Brandy thought the flautas were a little bit too spicy, but I I really liked them. Yeah, I really liked them. Um, I got that cinnamon toast cocktail, whatever it's called. Um, Brandy got a the mimosa flight again, and of course it was absolutely delicious. We were both a little buzzed after that, surprisingly. And let's see, after that we booked it to the pal around. Didn't tell Heidi does not like brides at all, and didn't tell her how bad the swinging one was. So that was fun. <laughs> that was when she was holding on for dear life. Right. You have not learned from your mom blacking out on no, Tower of Terror. No, I have not. I have not. I am evil. Uh, so they ended up leaving, and we walked by in credit coaster, but just Brandy and I, and we were like, "Hey, it's a ten minute wait. Let's let's get on." So we went on in credit coaster, and had so much fun. We ended up doing doing it again. Because it was like almost a walk on, weird enough. This is weird Sunday, dude. It was like yeah, the, Sundays have been great, great. While we're waiting the, for the second time on Incredicoaster, we get a text from from Ricardo and Carino asking us if we wanted to go later in the day, and we're like, I mean, we got the reservation. We could go home for a few hours and then come back. So that's exactly what we did. Uh, we went home around one, and we got back around five thirty. They picked us up. We went in. Uh, did a couple of things. Uh, 
we waited for racers. It was a thirty-five minute wait. Um, that wasn't wasn't too bad. Ended up going and getting the the Thai chicken tenders. Um, Brandy got what did she get? She got oh, sh- did she get the same thing actually? Um, but Ricardo and Karina both got the fries, the El Pastor fries, which he said were really good. And Karina got the Impossible chili fries, which she really liked too. I forgot what Brandy got. Oh, she got the California burrito, which she said was really good. Oh yeah, I want to try that. I want to try that. Yeah, she said it was awesome. Looks good. Um, and went on a credit coaster again, Thanks. and we left. Sounds awesome, man. Yeah, it was a good time. Nice, nice. Uh, I think I did. I have a question for you. Oh no, Rain. I need you to. I need you to say breaking news. Breaking news. So this comes in from uh, both Tiffy Luna and. Oh, no, no. It's all from Tiffy Luna. Uh, and Christian with a K did see it. Uh, the garlic cheddar bagel has moved the twist from Maurice's treats to Edelweiss snacks. Interesting. Okay. Because she was like, it's off the menu. And then uh, she saw the other thing and sent it. So, uh, nice. yeah. This is uh, from the Discord. You guys should totally join by uh, messaging us in a way where we can message you back. You can email us, uh, ask at tramon.com or DM us on uh, Instagram and all that. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Glad you had fun, Rain. I will be there Monday for my 30th birthday. Uh, Crazy, man. I got, I got nothing else to do. So, uh, yeah, I will... I have a... Uh, what do you call it? Magic Key Terrace Reservation? Just because, like, I wanted to grab something just in case. Mm-hmm. They have the, they have steak free, <laughs> so I wonder what that's gonna be like. I, if I were you, I would just start refreshing two hours before. I saw Oga's has a lunch menu now. They have like pastrami, like a pastrami Ooh. sandwich. So just letting you know. I do got to get that new blue milk. Um, yeah. So, okay. Nerds. Yeah, I'll check that out. I'll check that out for sure. Uh, and. Was I gonna say? Oh yeah, I finally, finally got into Lord of the Rings because there's like a prologue and a second prologue. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I did nice. the first chapter with uh, the Eleventy First Birthday. So dude, nice. there's a lot more in the book. I'm sure. A I'm lot. Sure. But it is, dude. It's a, it's a hard read. Dude, it's the te- the font. I gotta send the picture. I'll put a picture in the Discord. The font is half the size, and the spacing is twice as close. Oh my god, dude! <laughs> and it's a hundred more pages than the Hobbit. I have like three versions of the book behind me. You can see right. <laughs> oh, I'm gonna read it, and then you, yeah. and then you don't. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. I will get through it. It, it it's a great read already, though. Like mm-hmm. he's, it, of course it is. Um, Rain, you got to do the Hobbit. I know. I you know, know what you should do? It. Find a really good audiobook and read along. I started listening to the audiobook a few months ago, and I got maybe like six hours in. Oh, yeah. Hmm. So. Yeah, I know some people they'll they'll listen and they'll read. Yeah, I don't know. Read everyone. It's good for you. It's good for your sleeping. That's what that's that's what I'll say. Uh, so now, uh, through the power of movie magic, uh, we're gonna ask what time it is. Rain, what time is it? It's pizza time. It's time for one last bite. Rain. We'll go with you first. Rain, as always, what is the best food you ate this week? So, I, as you guys just heard, my trip to uh, to Lamplight and to DCA in general, 
Um, you would think it's the chilaquiles. You would think it's the flautas at brunch that I uh, went to Lamplight at. But it's actually the Thai chicken tenders, the new ones at Paradise Garden Ooh. Grill. Dude, actually, minus the nacho cheese that we're always complaining about. Minus the nacho cheese, those things were almost perfect. The consistency of the chicken tender was just top-notch. Fries and everything was amazing. The slaw that it had on it was awesome. I was very, very impressed by that. Um, my best drink of the week is going to be the Cinnamon Toast Crunch drink. I forget what it's called at Lamplight. Let me see. I have it right here. The Let's see here. Nope. Don't know. Do you guys know what it's called off the top of your head? It's the one with the Cinnamon Toast Crunch in it. Lamplight? Uh, Lamplight? Yeah. No. They know there's Mugen tea at Oga's that Matthew. No, no. I don't know if it's like a like a breakfast or a brunch thing only, but it's not on their it's not on the menu online. I completely forgot what it's called, but it comes in a little milk jug and it's vodka, uh cinnamon toast crunch like cream, I think. And you just mix it all together and it's next level amazing. Oh, I could say cinnamon toast cocktail. There you go. Is that literally what it's called? Mm. That's what everyone else is calling it. Uh Looks oh, good. I see it right here. I see it. Yeah. Yeah. It was oh. Oh, it's with rum chata. That makes sense. Ah. And cereal infused milk. Uh, for sure, my best drink of the week. That uh, was next level. Um, my sweet of the week is a good question. What is my sweet of the week? Uh, let's see here. I go through my pictures as usual. I was prepared on the other ones, but this one I was not. It, hmm. You know what? I'm going to give it to the Trader Joe's dark chocolate peanut butter cups. Oh, in the no. fridge? In the fridge. Yeah. In the fridge. Yeah. And wait. Oh, yeah. That's all three. Matthew, you got yours ready to go? Hmm. Um, I have two of them ready to go. I'm actually trying to figure out, like, what are things that are like still available right now at Disney? Well, it could be something uh, you ate not at Disney. Because Disney sucks after all. <laughs> not, none of mine are from Disney. Oh man, a food that I had. It's so weird. Any- There's not like any like good foods that are like jumping out to me lately. But um thinking about like Disneyland like drinks and sweets that I've had recently. Uh a drink that I had recently that I was just like, Man, I love this drink. It never does me wrong. And that's the Schweitzer Falls, the non one of the three uh non alcoholic drinks you can get at Trader Sam's or at Tangaroa Terrace. Uh my personal opinion, I think Schweitzer Falls is the best out of the three um yeah i love that and then um the suite that i was trying to figure out was like do they still have this right now because i wasn't seeing it on the menu um i've been having a lot of really good suites at disney that have been like going away that were part of like food festivals or events and stuff like that um i will say if you go to clarabelle's and dca and they have it um the mango nada is really good really really good okay mango nada is really 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 good it's a uh, mango um Mango, uh, not ice cream. What's the float? Right? No, no, not float. What's the other type of ice cream when it's like the oh, sorbet? Sorbet. So it's, it's a mango sorbet. They put the tahini. They put the um, uh, not the raspada. What's it called? The the sauce. I, I, literally every time I describe this to to someone, I'm like, I can't remember what it's called. The chamoy. Mm, yeah, so yeah. chamoy and then it's got like little mango chunks in it as well really good um and then as for food what have i had recently i'm trying to think disney um 
I mean, honestly, the other day I had the Plaza Inn uh, chicken when I went there, and I just really feel like you can't go wrong with Plaza Inn chicken. You can't. I, uh, that day, the last time I went to Disney, I actually had fried chicken at Disney as like my dinner, and then my late night snack, we went to Cane's. And nice. um, for anyone that hasn't had Cane's, I would recommend my order is you get the box combo, and you get what's called the Bob, which is the butter on both, butter sides, on both sides for your bread. Uh, get an extra sauce and you're good to go, baby. And uh, you can no also slaw just, extra bread. No slaw extra bread is a good way to go. I do no slaw extra sauce. Um, I but, just pay for the extra sauce. I'll be honest. <laughs> but honestly, you know what? If you haven't had the coleslaw, try it because there I, are I, some I, people that love it. There are some people like that it. love it. I like it. I hate I, mayo, but I love it. I feel like I feel like if you hate coleslaw, you'll like Kane's coleslaw. Yeah, I, I feel like that. I feel like that's how it works. Um, but anyways, so that's my food. All right. Uh, so for me, I went to uh, Harvest at the ranch in Laguna Beach, like an early birthday dinner. The funny thing is, overall, it was like, it was okay, to be honest. But, um, the appetizers were better than the food, which happens a lot at some, some of these places. The duck wings uh, are, were awesome. They were like almost the size of like a drumstick. Uh, but oh. it was duck, and it tasted way better than a drumstick because drumsticks, they're they're terrible. They're not good. They're too oily. Uh, and I was expecting it to be crispy, but it was still very good. Loved it. Um, the drink was the Laguna Breeze, which uh, man, I forgot what it was. Oh, it was a mango. Uh, I don't know if it was mango vodka, but it was like mango peach liquor and something else it was super fresh tasting and uh the sweet this is it's a few things i tried this like mint cake it was like a really interesting thing but they made like just fresh chocolate chip cookies with cold ice cream and it was the best thing uh but shout out to my mom who aside from like the birthday gifts said what do you want from c's because i make fun of my mom for saying c's candies is expensive and she got me an entire box of c's candies (laughs) Nice. of every single piece i wanted uh and it was 31 dollars, and that is expensive however i make fun of her because she says each individual piece is expensive even though you can really just walk out of there with one and a sample and you're good you don't need more than like the dollar 80 for the piece so uh so yeah i'm gonna i'm gonna give it all those uh but it is now time for one last fight uh we did not talk about popcorn sucking but it is often overrated so forget disneyland Movie popcorn or kettle corn? What wins for each one of you? Oh, movie popcorn, no question. Yep, movie popcorn. And I'll tell movie you popcorn. what, movie popcorn, you got to be good at making it. I'm very good at making it. Uh, what you do is you get your popcorn, you get your tub, you get the um, fold-out like cardboard things. The, the brown one, yeah. The brown ones, you stack two of them in there so that you don't get any oil dripping through and staining your clothes underneath. Um, you pour half of your popcorn content into that brown cardboard and then you shake, 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 shake under the butter, get it all the way around, do a little tossing, salt, same thing, shake, 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 do a little tossing, you're good to go. And I also feel like kettle corn just isn't hitting the way it used to. I feel like something happened where like they're just cowarding out on like how much sugar they put into kettle corn. Like, are you talking about whether fresh I have it, it doesn't matter whether, whether it's, pre-made or i'm having the fresh stuff at a fair or at some event like it's just not hitting 
I don't know what's going on. Make kettle corn great again. That's what I'm <laughs> trying me, to say. For me, it is kettle corn. Uh, but yeah, you know what? You're right. Because now with kettle corn, it's like that one really good extra crispy, like it's got that crack shell, like the shell that cracks, was like all of the kettle corn back in the day. And now you only get one or two. Uh-huh. So I get that. I'm still, I'm still giving it to kettle corn, but uh, I will try your recipe. Matthew, for for movie <laughs> butter popcorn. Yeah. Me, like, do not listen to the people that say use the straw. Don't. No. That is no. stupid. All that you are doing is you're you're directly. That's even worse. When people think they're clever doing that, that that's even worse, right? That's when I know that they're a popcorn amateur, that they're a fool, because all you're doing is making a passageway for the butter to go past all your popcorn directly to the bottom, where it's going to soak the bottom of your popcorn holder and stain your pants and not get any flavor on the actual popcorn what if what if what if like i made a bunch of popcorn and like laid it out on a hot pan and then like sprayed melted kirkland salted butter all over it (laughs) (laughs) like or like yeah maybe i do that at home we'll see we will see uh so that is all we have for all you guys, Matthew, thank you for coming on. Uh, thank you for, uh, we, we didn't tussle, but I feel like we're going to get in a, a couple, a couple tussles with people right in if we hurt you. Um, but no one hurt us it, except Disneyland. <laughs> <laughs> Any final words, anyone? No, no, I'm good. No. All right. With that. Thank you guys for listening. We'll see you next week. See you real soon. Thanks for traveling with us today, and we hope you have a happy and memorable visit to the Disneyland Resort. Please lower your head, watch your step, and exit to the driver's right-hand side only.